Blog Talk Radio. Today is July 17, 2012, 
It is now 10.03 in the p.m. broadcasting to you from KXRW, your community connection radio internet radio station. Uh, it is, let's see, let's see, it's, it's July. July, it was the month of uh, Independence Day, and I think you guys were out there with me uh, the other uh the other night, uh, Wednesday, I missed you guys last night, and I missed you guys also the night before that, doing a little bit of promoting and trying to get some uh, people out there to, uh, you know, support. You know, I run this radio station with my own money, and so, you know, I need some sponsors and some advertisers uh, to, that want to advertise as well. Um, I'm going to be working out some some, uh, some nice, reasonable packages to be able to advertise you. Uh, those of you who know, uh, shout out to Chef Africa, Renee Quirrell, stepped in there a little while ago, about an hour ago, and uh, picked up a little bit of sage, and uh, uh, shout out to her, she's very proud of me, I'm very proud of you, I love you very much, thank you very much, and uh, shout out to Long Beach City College, PCH campus as well, shout out there to my daughter Dominique, who's out there getting ready to have a good time tonight, shout out to my son, who is at work and needing a ride home, Mama can get to you when she can, but I'm live on air right now. Uh, for all of you guys out there, you guys know the call-in number is 347-327-9517. Uh, give me a call if you have any information you'd like to give. You know this is a community-based radio station. I'm bringing to you all the information that you don't know, information that you can't find. Uh, what I call, uh, if you guys read on my Facebook, most of you guys out there who are friends with me on my Facebook, you checked it out. Uh, it's privy information. And everybody that I have out here, uh, any of my guests that come on here are uh, expertise in what skills of social work and social social issues, uh, issues that concern your community. Uh, we have to get it together. Uh, this is not a uh, color thing. Uh, actually, those of you who were out there, you know, I've had a couple of, I had a couple of guys out there, uh, callers from Texas who would come out and, you know, they voice their opinions about uh and like I tell you, come here, say what's on your mind. It's okay as long as you're not disrespectful to the next person and that you honor everybody that's here and give everybody a chance to talk. Hey, you're right on with me. You can say whatever it is on your mind as long as it's not derogatory. I'm going to go ahead and send a shout-out to the man who makes everything above. He makes everything possible when he's above. I'm going to go ahead and send a shout-out for him like I always do. So thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you've done, and keep blessing all of us. It's a man of time. July 17, 2012. You're here with Gina's Groove Theory. This is Gina KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting live to you in Long Beach from my Victorian-style apartment here with uh, my, my friends and family, all representing, I think, most of you guys out there for all of your support and everything that you bring to me and any information that you give me. Uh, I think I sent a shout-out. My brother sent a shout-out uh, uh, Bishop Brett, shout out to you out there at BCM Ministries out there in La Harbor, California. 
Much love. I saw him Sunday. He's been hanging out there with me. He said he's a steady listener, so we got to keep this going. Uh, as well, as you guys know, uh, my brother asked that uh, you tell 25 of your friends and 25 of your friends will tell 25 of their friends, which will all, will ultimately lead everybody to the show. Um, one thing about this show is I want to bring a networking of communities. I am, like I said, I do broadcast in, via Internet. As you guys know, you guys can go out on blogtalkradio.com. And you can hear my already recorded episodes. You can check on in, tell me what you like, tell me how you like it. And for those of you who are just joining the show tonight, it's your first time, go ahead and send me out a shot. If you got my text, if you got my text number or if you have my Facebook, my, if you're on my Facebook page, go ahead and go out there and like it and become one of my buddies, okay, out there. I appreciate all of that. And uh, I'm going to bring be bringing you some inspirational words tonight. Uh, I've been out there on Facebook and there's a couple of people out there that's Sent out some shops out there as well. Uh, we had a passing of a, a, a leader here, so I'm going to bring you that too. So in recognition of him, you know, I, I didn't know him personally, but a lot of my friends out there who know him, they personally know him, and they have a lot of good words to say about him. He made, he made a difference in his community, apparently. I'm going to go ahead and check on that as well. Well, like like you guys know, everything here, you get the information, the 411, so I'm going to go ahead and throw this at you. What is the information? What Hey, yo, yo, Pop, yo, check out that situation right there, yo. Yeah, with some motions, man. Yo, honey, right there, yo. Yo, the fine Amazon, man. Yeah, yeah, she got it going on and on, like, you know what I'm saying? But she be trying to act like all of that, though, yo. So show us once, man, what's up? Yo, big kids style. No question, big kids in full effect, man. Yo, I'm going to kick the Willie Bow Check it, yo. No question. Hey, yo, what's the 411, hon? What's the 411, I got it going on, Hey, yo, yo. I got it going on. What's the 411, hun? What's the 411, I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Will I be pooping on this chair? The nigga from last year. Jabo's hanging back, he tell me he'll figure top gear. Take no shorts, I'm doing lovely in all sports. Even swing the pole at the hole on my golf course. Some say I'm fancy, cause I'm horny and nasty. If I see some rugged joints, then I won't let it pass me. I take no shorts, let suckers step up the seat. I'll flip the script and get harder than Jeopardy. I shot the sheriff in the motherfucking deputy. Test me. Check it. I'm not keep sweat, but bet that ass that I can make it last. Skin turn their head so fast, they end up catching whiplash. If Hun's a monster, I'm Kyle Lewis on the meter dash. It's Grand Poover, baby, and I'm getting crazy cash. What's the 411? Let me know, Hun. What's the 411? What's the 411, Hun? What's the 411, Hun? I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Hey, yo, what's the 411, Hun? What's the 411? I, I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Yeah, nigga, what makes you different than the next nigga seen you last week and you couldn't even speak? You try to play like Mr. All of That, but now you want to come to me with some chit-chat? I don't have no time for no wham-bam, thank you, ma'am. Gas me up, get me drunk, and hit the stage and scram. The same old shit you pulled last week on Pam? I'm not having that. No, I'm not having that. You gotta do a lot more, and that's just how it be. I'm Mary Bobby, you just ain't running up with me. I need a man who's looking out with some security. So come correct with some respect, and then we will see. So if you're with it, then drop the seven digits, and I might just give you a call. If you ain't with it, then don't waste your time at all. So what's the 411, huh? Hey yo, 
honey was talking a little something, man. Yo, so what's up? Push up, man. I'm going to catch up with it in a minute right now and see what she's talking about. So set it straight, man. All right, y'all. I'll get back with you later, G. Chill. Oh, my love is all I have. And Grandpa is very special. Oh, my life, I look for you. And today your dream comes true. You need me and I need you. Grandpa is very special. Sing just kind of special. You're back live with Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. Tonight is Tuesday, July 17, 2012. It is now 10:13 in the p.m. in Long Beach. Representing for KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, uh, where we bring community and its resources together with its people. And uh, I'm going to be working, as you guys know, I post most of the things that I do do out there on my Facebook. So, any of you guys out there who are listening. Go out there and check out my Facebook, Gina's Groove Theory. If you like it, like it. Share your comments. Give me your input. Uh, is there anybody, my my brother did make a call out to uh, friends to tell friends, and I made a call out for all of all of my listeners, all of my, my listeners, no matter where you are. If you are social workers, case workers, case managers, are you therapists, are you psychiatrists, are you teachers, are you in California in which that you know some of the legislators, Legislative uh, measures that are going to be putting in effect. I usually deal with my uh, my teachers at school. Shout out to Dr. Donna Watson out there who keeps me updated with what's going on with uh, financial aid and what's going to be happening with the budget cuts and what other funding is going to. I spoke with you guys out there too uh, when I first started doing the show when I was with KXYS, and a friend of mine had called in and she had represented that. You guys need to, all of you guys out there who are considering school and college going back, or those who are in the middle of a career transition, uh, you guys need to really get serious about it, get on up in there, get registered, because in a minute there ain't going to be no funds for you guys to uh, go to, go to school. Uh, take advantage of what uh, Obama does have in place or whoever had it in place in the first place. Take advantage of that right now, because if you're in the middle of transition and you don't really know what you want to do or where you want to go, best place for you to do if you're out of work as well 
is to get in, get yourself involved in school. Uh, consider consider changing. Uh, consider doing something that you love to do. Come on down to Long Beach if you're in the area and do some outreach. Maybe you'll like that. That's basically what I did. Um, here, I'm, I volunteered for ten, almost 10 years. I've been a volunteer at MHLA um, out here uh, working with the Homeless Street Outreach uh, doing, uh, doing, you know, passing out sack lunches and you know offering assistance to those who need it, um, and it has been inspir- insp- inspirational for me. Changed my life, changed my way of thinking, made me feel, uh, made me feel like a human being, and that is one thing that's greatest of all. I, I live a better life, not really about financial prosperity. It's about my spiritual prosperity. It's not about what the outside world thinks about me, because. It's all about what the man upstairs feels about me and how he delivers what I need to me when I ask. And so that's what I say to you guys as well. And um, just to let everybody know, uh, I, your spirits are felt. All good feelings are sent to me. They're in my heart. I hold them close, and even those that are not really good for me. But I do want to let you guys know I'm gonna I'm gonna hang in there and I'm gonna make it happen. You guys send out send out some sh- send out some shouts from your town, wherever town. If you're in if you're in uh, North Carolina, if you're in Chicago, wherever you are, if you're working with the you're working with society, you're with the people, you're communicating with the people out there, and you're doing some good works. If you're feeding the the homeless, if you're doing some missionary work, and you want to make a difference, then go right ahead and give me a call on in, call on in and share because see, no one in your cities, most people don't even know going on in your city unless you guys let them know. And the only way that I got help was because I had someone who led me there. So just to let you know, all that information, I'm talking about privy information that people just don't know. Information that is not just, uh, you know, on billboards or post signs or you don't just get an email about it. You might get an email about Macy's or you might get an email about a career builder or you might get emails but you're not going to get an email about where to go if your family are, is in a bind and they're, you know, and you need, you're feeling a little funny, you're not, you're not feeling yourself and maybe you're experiencing some uh, depression or maybe someone you know is going through it or some family that you know. Uh makes me feel good too because I said about a couple of weeks ago, I sent a shout out there to Shantae. Uh, we have been working with her for like years off and on and she would get away and she'd come back. Uh, you know, much love to her. I saw her, and she had a, a cute a extra baby, but she was in her own place doing well. Made me feel proud. So if you can make a difference like that in your community, if you can turn somebody's life around, do that. Do that. We have to uplift each other and be there for each other if we're going to make it. So just know, uh, you can't break my spirit. You shouldn't break anybody else's spirit because that's unbreakable. Only God can do that. So here's a shout-out to you. Hold on, hold that thought. <laughs> okay, here's a shout-out to you, to all of you. Just remember, I'm unbreakable, and so is the next person, so don't even try it. Clap your hands, everybody. Uh, clap your hands. Come on, keep it going. Clap your hands, everybody. Clap your hands, everybody. Uh, Let's do it. You ready?
Hey everybody, you're back live with Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 10:23, Tuesday, July 17, 2012. I'm sitting here in Long Beach, California, representing for KXRW, my Gina's new radio station. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying the night. We're gonna take it into it. We're gonna see who's out here, who wants to come and bring some positivity tonight. Uh, if you this is your first time out here, well, I welcome you. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and send out some shouts as well. Uh, like I like I do for the people who my retailers that I deal with out here in Long Beach that I personally personally know simply because I, I deal with them. I don't bring anybody or any information to you guys I deal with. So you guys that are out here in this area, when I tell you it's a good spot to go to, that's because I know it. So Shades of Africa is actually the mind, body, and spirit store. It's located in one East Fourth Street in Long in Long Beach, California. It's nine oh eight oh two. Nine oh eight oh two. Uh here in Long Beach, California. Shout out to Renee Quarles. She does uh, over there she has a lot of uh, items there, a lot of uh, culturally motivating items. She has shea butter, she has sage as well for most of you guys who are Native American or you have native Native American heritage, you know the sage calms your house and it it blesses your house. Uh, if you smudge as well. And then she has other uh, items that are of good quality for the skin. She has black soap, and I mean the original black soap. It does, it's not like what you get, you know, at Walmart, Walmart or CVS. It's, it's the real black soap for you. I use it. Uh, it works really well. I have very dry skin, and it really does work. As far as just her items that she has, as far as art, pictures, and books, uh, you know, that are very, very nice. Her art is beautiful. Uh, she has a fine taste in, in her in her choices for what she puts in her stores. So as 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 well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you her information. She, only, she not only has a store where she provides items of, of quality, but she also has a day. Well, she's only closed one day out of the week, and that's Monday. Monday is her day that she's closed. The rest of those days... She schedules events. So I'm going to go ahead and give you those events. Uh, I used to go to the open mind night, and that's Saturday. So I'm going I'm to give you a little bit more details. So you guys who are out here in Long Beach, you guys can check it out. The number over there at Shades of Africa is 562 area code 436-2210. If you want to uh, get in touch with her, that's once again, it's 562 area code 436-2210. Located at the corner beneath uh, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to run down some of her events that she has for you, her days, and then I'll take you into a couple of more advertisements that I send out there. Every, every, well, it, one I, one is my cousin. I haven't got to massage it, but you know what? I'm ready to go. I'm so busy, but I will check it out for you before you guys get there. All right. On uh, Actually, she has the Bryant Cafe. The Bryant Cafe, that's the open mic night, portrait night. It's Saturday night. At sundown, $5 cover. It used to not be a cover, but now it is, and it's well worth it. There's a lot of good artists that come in there, and they share their work, and, and it's a beautiful thing. And also, too, if you sing as well, you can sing as well. It's hosted by Isaac Sandata. And then Sunday morning, she has meditation and yoga. It's hosted by Brother George, Sunday at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. You can find that, and you can find those those um, events at Shades of Africa here at 101 East 4th. Uh, then she has the African 
Restoration Project, Long Beach. That's hosted by Brother Mishari and Bro Kwesi. That's Thursday night, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. So you can check that out as well. I don't know if there's a cover charge. I would imagine that there would be. She would have put that on her website. Also, if you want to check out her website, it's www.shadesofafrica.com. She has a new location to serve you. It's at 114 East 6th Street, Corona, California, 92879. Uh, The number over there is 951-284-7888. Once again, that's 951-284-7888. Shout out to my friend Rini out there. I know the girls out there. You guys need to check it out. You know, you've been at her store out here, so she's out there in the ice. So go on in there and check her out. Uh, also, she has a new beauty beauty salon, which is Natural Kink Ways. Uh, you can check her out there, www.newhair.com. Once again, there we go. So I shout, I send a shout out once again to Renee Quarles uh, as, well, as well. I send a shout out there to you for thank you for the support. And I also did bring out that story that you had me talk about. I'm going to possibly be having someone sit in with me today, and uh, we'll check on in. I'm going to go ahead and send another shout-out with you, and uh, you'll take it from there when we get back. Let's reminisce.
Hey, you guys, you're back live with Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. It is now Tuesday, 10.34 p.m. You're live with Gina in Long Beach, California. It's KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station. Uh, we're going to be bringing you some uh, some conversations tonight. I know I'm going to get a, some folks out there. I'm trying to touch on some people and see if you guys are going to. I touched a lot of people today on Facebook. So you guys who got my messages, hope you guys are out there listening. And also to let you know, too, you can go out to Blog Talk Radio and you can become a listener for free, register as a listener, and that way your stats, you know, for my show will, will come up. Most of you guys, if you have the time, you know, highlight a sister, you know, let's make it work. I'm calling out for some help, so, as well. Um, and any of you guys who are, you know, uh, small business owners and you guys are looking to do some advertising and uh, you know, hey, I got. I'm gonna be having some special plans as well to uh, be bringing reasonable, affordable, affordable. Not you know, no high sky prices, and we can work out with the details, how many minutes, and what you know, what what do you want, and how you want your advertising to be. Uh, that's out to you guys as well. So pass that word on as well. Um, like I said before, um, if you're out there and you have any uh, uh, Department of Mental Health. Uh, uh, background and you know some uh, resources that you know because in this particular business, uh, as far as being there as a provider of services for 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 people, um, you should basically already know what is current, what is not current, what's going on, what is the new news, what is the bad news, what is going to be the changes. You know, just like I put out there about the guys and girls coming home from the war, they're going to have a hard time. Uh, those vets coming home are going to have a hard time because of the SB SB 83 law that Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold Schwarzenegger put in effect this this law which is the SB 83 gave me a hard time when I when I went into uh, when I was having a court trial against my job when I found out they when he signed that that law in effect it affected me even though it was after I lost my job but that is an issue as well see when they come home they're gonna have to explain. If they don't have physical disabilities, if you can't verbally see what what's wrong with them, and it's a mental or emotional or post traumatic, they're going to have to prove that they're ill. And so that's what that's what that law does. And so that law is still in effect, and you guys need to be made aware of it. You, you wives and husbands of the military, people who are coming home who are going to be emotionally and uh, emotionally and spiritually uh, destroyed. You guys are going to have to be thinking about. How are you guys going to set them up to come in and get some services as well? And so get with your VA, too. Get with, uh, if, if you already know that your mate is going to come home and is going to have some issues, you need to be getting on top of that and calling, going into the VA, and getting getting them scheduled for their appointments because the VA takes a long time for appointments. It's two, three months. So get there, get, get, get out there and get them ready because they're going to need it and they're going to have to prove that they're mentally or post-traumatic or whatever they endured over there in that war, if they physically cannot prove it, they're going to have a hard time. So I'm just letting you guys know this. Uh, I had to learn the hard way, but it's much more better for me to give it to you so you won't have to have it the hard way. So you already know and be be prepared. I'm going to go ahead and send another shout-out there. I think I got a guest that wants to come on in and he wants to say something. We're going to check him out and see what he wants to do. 
So while we're that while we're while we're sitting here, you guys out there who may be listening with your iPods, you got it plugged into your car. Here you go. Go on and lean on over and get that girl or that guy kiss.
Hi, everybody. You're live back with Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. It is now Tuesday, July 17, 2012. It's now 1044 in the p.m. We're representing out here in Long Beach, California, KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. Uh, for most of you guys out there, you guys want to call on in and represent for uh, for uh, some of your loved ones out there. You want to say hi. You want to send out some uh, I love you out there. Go ahead and call in or tell your girl you love her. You Come on out here and tell your girl you love her since you're so in love. You know what I'm saying? Because I see you. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and send another little shout out there for those fellas out there that's feeling, you know, a little bit, you know, like they uh, their chest a little bit swollen up a little bit. The eagles are, are huge and as huge as their heads. <laughs> you know who you are. All right. Here's a shout out. <laughs> I got a big ego, ha ha ha, such a big ego, uh uh uh, I got a big <laughs> ego, she love my big <laughs> ego, so stroke my big <laughs> ego, I like to joke around a little bit, but here we go, welcome to the wonderful world, uh, go play the Earl cause everything I throw up, blow up, talking to the girl, she said, know what, grow up, you nasty. I don't understand why they tripping if you ask me. Flow just the nicest. I admit the propane I just spit probably just raised the gas prices. Everybody in the club trying to get as fresh as me. What you want, dog? Trying to stay recession free and spit refreshingly when I rock the stadium. You probably get sweaty. You should bring an extra tea. Now I'm standing next to J, who's standing next to B. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. That's good for my ego. <laughs> Me and my ego, and he go wherever we go. My ego is my imaginary friend. He was with me when I was only imagining. I had dreams of the league. One day, I played Kobe. I walk up to Puff, and he'd really know me. Could've let the dream killers kill my self-esteem. Or use the arrogance as a steam that power my dreams and my ego. For real, want you to show me how you feel I consider myself Maybe that's a big deal Why? Well, you got the key to my heart But you ain't gon' get it I'd rather you open up my body And show me secrets You didn't know what's inside No key for me to lie It's too big It's too wide It's too strong It won't fit It's too much It's too tough He talk like this Cause he can back it up Thank you. 
Hello, everybody. You're back live with Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 10.50 in the p.m. You're representing for KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. Uh, you're live on Gina's Groove Theory. Uh, actually, I did send out some schedules with you guys. Um, I did have some shows scheduled, uh, days scheduled, and Tuesday was one of those days. Uh, tonight, actually, is KXRW's Genus Groove Theory Woman of Power Night. We, this will be actually our second Woman of Power. Um, call in live at uh, 347-327-9517. And uh, be a guest uh, uh, or just listen to the topic of conversation that can inspire others. Uh, the purpose with, for this show will be strengthening, strengthening the spiritual awareness of women. This show is... This show is a self-help program for women who are in life struggles with work, home, weight, confidence, children, marriage, and relationships. The primary goal is is to encourage and empower women through sharing experience and knowledge and providing them with the resourceful information that that is currently available for them and where to find assistance that relates to their situation. I will be enlisting the help of professional scholars and community leaders I personally know um, to be guests on the show who have experience working with women in crisis. Uh, I think I'm going to have a guest come out. I'm not really sure. I'm uh, kind of tapping in on him. He's a, he's a, He told me he was in traffic here. So if he gets here in time, you know, hopefully we can have him come on out and, you know, put a little bit of uh, in, spiritual uh, awareness on you. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna just go ahead and we're going to wait and see how that turns out. You know, he always comes in and he makes a, makes a difference, too. Uh, and once again, he is a, 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 my mentor as well. So uh, I followed his footsteps. So hopefully he'll be able to come out here and speak to you guys and send out some positivity and tell you a little bit about the Native American history, heritage, and how it is that he's how he has uh, survived all the uh, hardships that he has in his life and still maintained to be a assistance to others. So um, I send a shout out there to my brother. I know he's out there somewhere listening. He did say he was going to be a, uh, uh, he is a, uh avid listener, so um, I'm going to see what I have. I did play a little song for him last uh, uh, last time he was out here, and uh, maybe he's out listening. Hopefully he is, and if, and if he is, uh, I'm going to send a little shout-out to him as well. This is for you. This is all I got, but when I get some more, I'm going to be sending it to you. There you go, brother. Big bro, much love.
Hey, you guys, it is now 10.57 in the p.m. You're representing with Gina Groove Theory, uh, live here on KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. I just got word that a real close friend of ours is uh, is in the hospital, and uh, and I guess I take it that he's been there for a couple of days. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I know his wife uh, does support this show as well. So I'd like to send a shout-out there to uh, Helena Hawk as well. Uh, I hope uh, you and the babies are doing okay. Uh, shout-out there to Sequoia and to Cheyenne, and I hope you know, hope your dad's okay. I will be there at Long Beach Memorial tomorrow to make sure that I uh, get in there and make sure he's okay. So uh, this is uh, for 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 you.
Hello, everybody. It's now 11.02 p.m. You're representing the Genus Groove Theory, KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station. You're talking to Gina here. Um, I just got that word about a good friend of mine who's in the hospital as well. And uh, I haven't played the song yet on my track, so uh, it's called Be Here, and it's by Raphael, Sadiq, and D'Angelo. So check it out. Lazy. 
Hello, everybody. You're back with Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 11.06 p.m. in the p.m. You're live with Gina, uh, KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. Uh, like I just said, uh, kind of going through some things right here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and send another shout-out. Uh, uh, sometimes when you're going through a little something, you know, you're feeling a little funny, and sometimes you just got to give it up. You got to say, okay, no, nothing but what God got for you matter. So here's a little shout out from D'Angelo and Lauren Hill. Nothing even matters. Nothing even matters. Oh, oh, oh. 
the uh, article is, basically says making the grade. That's what caught my eye because, of course, you guys know I'm a Long Beach City student getting ready to transfer out to Cal State Dominguez. Uh, much step out there to Cal State Dominguez. Got a lot of friends on Facebook out there. Um, I'll see you soon. Okay, very soon. Uh, looking forward to my certificate and my AA degree as well. And uh, I, I pretty much did that pretty quickly. And uh, it was very swift in how I handled that business. So let's go ahead. I'm going to share this with you because I've been doing a lot of uh, research on Africa lately. And um, I want to kind of touch on this simply because I want to know what it is that how they're what they're experiencing here. So. Uh, this is a case. This is this is the case of the African immigrants in, in the U.S. It, it's making the grade, not just the jobs. Uh, this was by Stinga Kapandra, November 2011. I, this person, I believe, wrote it. African immigrants to North America are usually presented as hardworking, um, friendly, education-focused minorities that adapt well to their new host countries. This image of the hardworking African immigrant is often presented as a stereotype that is a contrast to U.S. born American black Americans, African and black Americans. In fact, the majority of Africans come to the U.S. do come for the purpose of education more than any other reason. Uh, this has led, this has led to a situation where more than one third, this is 36.6 percent of African immigrants to the U.S. have bachelor's or higher degree. When it comes to education, African immigrants as a group have a higher education have a higher education rate than immigrants from the West Indies, Asia, and Europe. When compared to U.S. citizens, more Africans in the United States report having a college degree than U.S.-born minorities, Asian, Latino, and Black Americans. Africans in the United States are doing significantly better in educational attainment rates where 36.6% have a bachelor's degree compared to 29.9% white Americans who are also the privileged majority and have the most access to the power instruction institutions in the United States. Marriage rates for Africans are also similar to white Americans, too. Marriage typically indicate higher income. Similar, friends, similar trends can be seen in Canada and the U.K. Many Africans use education as a means to finding work and improving their lives. One would assume that they are having high educational achievement levels would mean an increase in economic factors for the African American uh, African immigrants to the United States. However, recent studies show the opposite. Quite interesting. Okay, and we continue on page three, actually. Well, I'm learning something as well. Um, let's see. Um, so we pick up. Uh, we pick up on page three. Okay. Um, contrary to popular belief and affluent levels of African immigrants in the United States, a recent study has concluded that Africans in the United States are currently not doing significantly better than other immigrants. Overall, black immigrants or U.S.-born citizens, black, Asian, or white, in the Mason and Austin 2001 study, the low wages of black immigrants, wage penalties for United States-born and foreign black workers. The study con uh, concludes that the Africans in the United States are not fundamentally better off 
than any other of the other groups, including African Americans. It also concludes that Africans are economically more similar to African Americans. The rate of, the, of Africans failing in, falling into poverty in the United States is more similar to that of African Americans. Lastly, it concludes that unemployment rates for this demographic are similar to of that of the African American. Africans in the United States are also currently earning lower wages than Afro- African Americans, while Africans are doing better than African Americans in terms of poverty, unemployment, and marriage rates. It is not significantly better. Despite higher education rates for Africans, uh, economic factors aren't tallying tallying up. One explanation for this is that Africans still continue to face discrimination in the U.S. because of the color, because of their color, and perhaps nationally. The recession also affected this. In the article that appeared in the Huffington Post, Foreign-born blacks hit hardest of all immigrant groups by job crisis. It is reported that the United States recession that began in 2007 affected all black people in the United States because they faced similar discrimination in hiring in the job hiring process. For Africans, discrimination in terms of wage and salary and job hiring was worse than that of African Americans. There has been increasingly unemployment for the Africans, too. By 2009, greater numbers of African immigrants than any other group lived in a household with an annual income below the federal poverty line. The Michigan the Migration Information Source reports that based on the United States Census, the majority of, of, of Africans in the United States work in service occupations like construction, extraction, and transportation, 30% compared to 12.5% that work in management business and finance professions that pay more. This suggests that despite high high education rates, Africans are getting jobs that are not reflecting their qualifications and and that are overqualified for. The difficulties faced in legal immigration and or obtaining work permits may help may help explain these patterns as well. It is also to be beneficial to access litigation obligations and that contribute towards Africans living below the poverty line, like allegations in their home country obligations in their home country this may this may include contributions toward buying assets homes businesses and other investments and funding education for relatives although the mason and austin 2000 2011 suggest that the prominence of african degree may be one reason as to why africans are not getting higher jobs it is important to note that many africans do get in to master's and Ph.D. programs with African degrees. In a small, poor country like Malawa, as for example, many Awalazan doctors and nurses are recruited overseas with their Malawian degrees. As an example, there are more Malawian-trained doctors in Manchester, U.K., than in Malawi itself. Education has been more important to Africans than it is seen as a way to impact mobility. For many, this has been the case, but as immigrants to new countries, Africans still always face the same level of economic discrimination and the native-born minorities face. Over time, we will need to continue to monitor data to see if factors for second and third generation Africans will will coverage with those of native-born black minorities. Wow, that was quite a... 
I had to read it simply because, of course, you know, I've been talking a lot about uh, 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 Africa, actually, because, I, I, you know, of course I want to know, I know what's going on over there in their country, but I wanted to know what's going on with them here. And I, I guess as far as, uh, you know, no one can basically say that no one is getting more or less than anybody at this point. Uh, I guess it's hard for everyone. And uh, I guess, you know, I even I even have a friend named Emily, and, and, and she's not African. And uh, she was highly overqualified for a job as well. So that lets you know that, you know, that's pretty widespread. You know, she came out here, went to school, Cal State, Long Beach, got her master's degree, and, you know, it was high expectations on getting a job out here at, at the place where we are. And uh, they uh, told her she was overqualified. Now, is that a kicker if she had been volunteering most of her time and working? So, you know, that happens everywhere. Just to let you guys know, it's not it's not even a... And that particular thing, I guess, is hard for everybody right now. So, you know, with the, be wise about what classes, courses, what your uh, major is going to be. You know, now is the time to really think about what it is you want to do. And, you know, what, what works for me is, you know, find something that you love to do. If you love to do it, then you'll be great at it. If you don't, then in the sense of you'll hate your job and you're gonna lie, you're gonna feel like you don't even want to go to work and that's like oh my god I'm just working to make a paycheck. No, tap into yourself. Tap into your spirit, see what it is that makes you feel good and your heart feel good. And if you love doing it, you know, like I love being an outreach worker around here and helping people. You know, that's my thing. Your thing could be something else. So just tap into it. Take a little time, spend a little time with yourself. See what it is I wanna do, especially if you're in the middle of life change. That means you're in middle age and you're changing jobs or careers or positions or disabilities or whatever the case may be, you know, research yourself. Because we do have to come together as a community and work together. It's not a he or she or it or they or depending on anything that has to do with any other other thing. But you bleed blood and you're human and, you know, you come from the planet Earth. Well, some of us do. I don't know about some of us. Maybe not. So shout out there to Africa since we did touch on that. Uh, have mercy on our people over there in Africa. May they be blessed tonight and may lives be saved. Oh 
To my daughter Dominique, I know she's out hanging out with her girlfriend. May they have a great night. This is for you, baby. Know you're my angel, sweetie face.
You guys are live back with Gina from Gina's Group Theory. It is now 11.34 in the p.m., July 17, 2012. Uh, you're representing for KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, uh, being brought to you here live in Long Beach, California. Shout out there to all my folks out there who are listening and who support me. Much love. Uh, I'm here doing my best. You guys, you know, when you go out there on my Facebook and you guys, uh, you know, go through some of the writings that I have, you guys, let me know if you guys are digging it or if you or if you can have the sentiment that I have, too. It's always good to uh, have other people. I was out there today on Facebook, and uh, there was uh, one of my new friends out there, and I sense uh, that he is very a writer. Uh, maybe, I, maybe it was out there that he is a writer, but a very affluent uh, uh, young man, I, I found it quite interesting to read. Uh, I wanted to share a couple of things with you. I have a sister-in-law, well, a sister-in-law uh, by not marriage, but by by children. Uh, she's out there. She uh, put out something today that was kind of good, so I kind of want to share it with you. Uh, I've been in a battle as well as everybody else—battle of uh, you know uh, discernment and discontentment. Uh, and uh, so, like I tell you guys on Facebook, you know, I don't always just bring positive stories to you. I go through things, too. 
and I'm in a battle as well. You, my spirit is in a battle out here struggling too. It's, it's a battle of trying to maintain, keep everything together, run this show, you know, be able to distinguish who's friends and who's not friends, and who's there to support and who's not there to support it. You know, it's quite, it's quite, a, it's quite a thing, especially because, uh, you know, I, I, I've grown empathy for for people. And being is that you grow empathy for people. Sometimes, you know, people tend to uh, take your, uh, let's say, your kindness or weakness in, in a sense. And uh, so since they do that, then, you know, you end up, you know, uh, kind of missing out things and losing out on things. And, you know, like like I tell all my friends out there, you know, most of my friends who are in the city are around and they can stop by and pop in. You guys want to come on by and sit on down, and, you know, and see how the show goes. You know, it's pretty laid back here. You know, there's no pressure for anybody to go on. Usually, if you want to be a guest on my show, you know, you can be a guest from anywhere in the world where you are via telephone, or you can come on in here and sit on down on the couch and grab a mic. You know, that's, that, that's up to you. Or pretty soon we'll be bringing it out there to you. You know, I was just thinking about doing a quick little run with you guys to Baldwin Hills Plaza, you know, just to go and pick up the old kiddo. <laughs> but... Uh, no, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to take the show to uh, one, 1 o'clock, and uh, we're going to close out at that third hour. Uh, keep it fresh. You know, we have a lot of things going on, a lot of family uh, you know, uh, issues. We had uh, a death in the family, and so with that, we'd like to send out a shout-out there to uh, to uh, uh, our family out there in Whittier, um, Rosie and uh, uh, Junior and no, Shelly, may she rest in peace. Uh, she's a young young lady, younger than me, and uh, she went to you know she went to sleep and she never woke up. So, you know, just a reminder to us all that we you know we must really uh, you know pay attention to what life is. Be there for each other, support each other. Don't leave anybody hanging. Don't uh, you know? Don't uh, don't think that everybody can get it on their own. I used to be kind of like that too. I used to think I could do it all on my own. And really, you know, like I say, it takes a village. Actually, to raise a child takes a village to raise a village, you know, and especially if your villages are being torn to pieces. So just imagine, you know, if you can't even keep it together, you know, if you can't work with each other to make a difference uh, or try to build, okay, it's more about building than it is about tearing down. And, you know, of course, there's a lot of people out there that feel that, you know, you know, they're tearing down, you know, uh, they're tearing down bridges in your life, you know, so... Uh, that's what she had wrote. She, I'm going to go ahead and share it with you guys and see if I can get it where I can just shoot it to you. But I found it to be quite interesting. I was like, wow, that, you know, that is very inspirational for the next person so that they know, you know, uh, if they're not alone, you're not alone in your, in your, uh, in your plight with, uh, with life and with life issues. And uh, you're not alone. Uh, we all, we all at some point in time go through a lot of different uh, uh, situations we go through trauma, we go through problems, and uh, you know, so we all have ups and downs. And with the ups and downs, um, uh, as well, uh, sometimes you can get a little down. I used to be down a lot, you know. I'm more so, um, more so, uh, uh, more positive today. You know, I had a call. I had a well, actually, I had a text this morning, a Facebook text. And, you know, I was, you know, I, I pretty much what I realized from folks out there is that, you know. As much as you know, I can be as supportive to the next person. Uh, the 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 most that they will try to uh, not be as supportive of me, or you know, try you know guilt trips and uh, shout out there to my kids because they told me I was the one that taught them how to do the guilt trip. And you know what? A lot of people need to kind of kind of cut it out because the guilt is not a good emotion to have to receive. So how I deal with it is I just don't 
deal with it. I don't receive it. There's nothing that I can feel guilty for because I make sure that I walk in the path that I should. So with that, I have no problems with uh, being angry or being guilty or that I've done something that I shouldn't have done. You know, I try to keep away from that. So I do encourage. And, and as well as those secrets out there, too, secrets uh, can be quite deadly. Secrets are what they are. They are secrets. And, you know, if, if your life is a secret and that you have a lot of secrets, you know, then maybe, most likely, you know, you should be real wise and careful about how and who you are hanging around with or who you're dealing with. Simply, simply, because that person could, you know, you're that's one thing I would love to tell you. If I was going to stay on that extra last hour, would be to touch on secrets. Because, man, okay? And also, I see that uh, my good friend out here, uh, uh, Delilah Silverman, she shared uh, 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 something as well. Ten steps to becoming enlightened. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. Simply because I feel we kind of need it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to take a picture of it because I need it. Okay, let's go. Let's run a run by, run by, and let's see what we get out of it. You guys out there, you know, if you're feeling me, you know, touch me and let me know how you feel. Actually, I'm quite sure most of you guys out there on Facebook already know pretty much. You know, everybody sees everybody's stuff, so let's go through it. Ten steps to becoming enlightened. First, one, release all concerns of what others think of you. Two, send me a tweet. Everything and everyone that comes into your field of Number three, whenever in doubt, worry, or fear, place it immediately with wonder and curiosity. Number four, always be radically honest with yourself and others. Number five, take at least 20 minutes a day to connect with the universe by still, by being still and quieting the mind. Number six, be totally relaxed, conscious, and present to this experience happening to you right now. Number seven, follow through with everything you say you are going to do. Respect your word as law. Number eight, surround yourself with a group of like-minded souls who truly support your dreams and desires. Wow. Number nine, know that everything is possible in the infinite universe. Be free to think, say, and experience anything you desire. And number 10, last but not least, profoundly accept yourself, your life, and this universe exactly as it is right now. She got this actually from wave1111.com. That is a keeper. So if you guys are out there on my Facebook, you can go ahead and uh, check that out. That is pretty sweet. Uh, I'm digging that, of course. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and, and uh, we're going to save that and we'll touch back. On that uh, later on, uh, I'll go ahead and post it on my Facebook, on my group there, and you can find uh, you can find it out there, and then you can go ahead and copy paste it, you know, and keep it, you know, keep it for you know uh, good savings as well. Um, Genius Group Theory, like I said, you can find it on my page, and I'll have it. It's under Enlighten Your. That was very powerful. Good looking. Uh, Delilah Silverman out there representing her. I believe she's in Hollywood, California. Uh, she is uh, offering, speaking of that, I do speak for her as well. She's offering, uh, she is an Af- Afro-Brazilian dance instructor. And 
she is offering services as well for teenage for teenagers, free dance lessons, lessons and samba lessons. Now adults I do believe they have to pay, but she has affordable affordable rates for those who need it as well. And like I said, she's uh teenagers get free dance lessons, I don't know how many. I'll check with her if you need uh, if you need more information about that. And uh, I'm going to find her number so I can go ahead and uh, shoot that to you. So bear with me a moment. I'm going to give you where you can reach her at. You know, for you guys out there who have, uh, you know, youngsters. Uh, actually, I asked her, was 9 to 10 uh, okay? She said, that's a great age. So let's say 9 to 10 or maybe 7, 8. Uh, wouldn't be too wouldn't be too bad, right? Wow, that is D too. I just looked at something that said the man is homeless and our homes are manless. Wow, isn't that something? But there are much staff out there too. A lot of men out there. There's a lot of dads out there. So you know, this, the game has changed, people. There's more men out there representing for the kids and they're taking care of the kids on their own, pretty much. You know, and that. Is real. I see them all the time. It makes my heart proud. It makes my heart proud to see that dads are out there doing their business. So let's go ahead, give them up a little bit of depth for that. They have, they have, they're they're trying, and that's the most important thing. Um, as I had brought to you uh, last week, the uh, the man who had passed away. Um, actually, his name was uh, Willis Edwards. Most of most of you would probably know. Um, he was behind getting the Image Awards on TV and. He was our friend, and uh, they're grieving him. So we'd like to send a shout-out there to his family that they may find peace and solace tonight uh, in through their, their their hardships, their sorrow, their sadness. Keep your head up and just know that he is in a better place, and he'll be there when you get there as well. And uh, he doesn't have to worry anymore. If he was having any problems, he right now is in the good hands of the right man at this time. Okay, so we have to consider that. Yeah, it's really hard because I heard someone say just the other day, you know, we had a death, and it's like, you know, you don't want to really hear anybody say, well, he's in a better place. But then, seriously, you know, I mean, right now we're we're out here, and time's getting a little tough, a little bit rough out here, and uh, there's a lot of distinction amongst just races and people, you know, and as well. Uh, there was an article. What is really funny is that uh, I'm going to have to go back into the Huffington Post because they have a lot of articles out here. Um, they must be geared toward uh, black people as well. And uh, uh, and uh, yeah, share that with you. And if there's any, uh, you know, culturally, there are all kinds of celebrations that we do celebrate. We celebrate as well as the Native American heritage as well as we celebrate the Chinese. There, there. We celebrate Chinese uh, way of their heritage as well. Um, everybody kind of needs to uh, kind of join together, you know, in the sense of, you know, it's gonna be kind of hard at first. It's hard to to, uh, you know, want to combine yourself with uh, another, and then everyone is feeling more so that someone is out to beat the other. And really, it's not really even that. It's that. 
we need to get past of our ego trips. That's why I play ego trips. I'm so glad I was able to download it on my show. Means a great, means a lot to me personally. And wow, I am checking out here. And wow, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and send this out there to you too. Um, Brian Knight, Life Knight. Uh, he says uh, there's gonna be, and I've been here. Okay, there's gonna be. It's going to be an upscale event with great entertainment from the comedian Tiffany Haddish. Uh, it is a uh, late host to your birthday, and uh, it's going to be, and I've been here, the prestigious Millennium Biltmore Hotel. Wow, it is incredible, okay? The Biltmore is incredible, but not as incredible as the Edison as well. The night starts with comedy, but I've been to the Millennium, and it's really nice. a nice crowd of people, nice uh, uh, there uh, is upscale as well. Um, there, you know, of course, everyone is in there. Uh, they're there to represent uh, uh, prestige, and uh, you know, hey, they they did get their dance on as well. You know, uh, it was a fun environment, uh, very laid back but free. And uh, let's see, the night starts with comedy, then party to the DJ Twin, and uh, you can call Joe Jones VP now at three one zero. Two five one seven three zero five or reply. And like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a place for let's say thirty. I I, I kind of figured late twenty on up, maybe forties, maybe, but prestigious people and uh, people of uh, color as well. You know, uh, that's what I mainly saw in there. And they were enjoying themselves, and the comedy was pretty good. It was a. Uh, the young lady did a really good job with it, and all. Um, so you you can check it out. Uh, like I said, the number there. I'm going to shoot that number back to you. It's going to be July July 21st, Saturday, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. And the say say, which the say say is a part of the Biltmore as well. Um, it's going to be uh, let's say. It's the address there is 501 South Olive Street, Los Angeles, California, 90013. If you're looking for a mature adult place to go hang out and, you know, with adult folk and you know like you, uh, go ahead and check it out. It's the, Bilt, the Millennium Biltmore Hotel, and the say say is right inside of it. So check it out, 501 South Olive Street. It's downtown Los Angeles. The zip code over there is 90013 for those of you who have GPS. Check it out. Go ahead and put it on in your GPS uh, Google map and uh, uh, go in for the ride. That's, that's what that's what is good out there. So uh, let me go ahead and sit that shout back out. Uh, actually, it's the Millennium Biltmore Hotel. It's going to be Saturday, July 21st at the Seise in the prestigious Millennium Biltmore Hotel. The night starts with comedy DJ Twin. The number over there, you can call Joe Jones. VP now, we went out because it does get crowded. It's not a lot of moving room. Uh, the room there is, I think it says maybe, you know, I'm not real that good at it, but maybe 100 people, maybe 100, maybe more. It, 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 we did, when we were there, there were no seats. You can call him at 310-251-7305. And all you guys out there who want me to send out your events, go ahead and send them to my Facebook so I can go ahead and share them, you know. That has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with advertising. That's just going ahead and letting people know where where is where the good fun is, not where the bad fun is. 
where it is in this city or in, in this state where we can go and find some safe fun and have a good time, be amongst people of our own uh, 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 flavor as well, be around people who uh, who are like us pretty much, you know. So keep in mind, you know, so shoot that to me, you guys. Just like Delilah, she sends out to me when she has a dance, when she has a an event, and I share that I'll be sharing all of those with you, so that you guys know. I mean, it's I had expressed to a lot of uh, uh, folks out there pretty much that uh, you gotta keep the kids involved in something. You gotta get the kids involved in something. Uh, also, there's another event that I have been uh, introduced to the after the first Afrobeat music. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a party going on. I'm gonna go ahead. The the, the events that I plan on going on, I'll going to, I'll go ahead and tap you with them. If you guys are on my Facebook, go to Genius Groove Theory on Facebook. So you would go to uh, you go to Facebook Genius Groove Theory. Go out there, take a look. I'll post it to you. Go ahead. I'm a friend out there. I usually send everything. Uh, let me know if you if you like to receive. Uh, um, well, if you like to uh, receive uh, uh, emails, if you guys like to, to, you know, you can inbox me your numbers and I can text them to you. But I do like mass texts. You know, I had to kind of cut it down a little bit. You know, pretty much cut it down so that you know, for you guys out there who uh, don't have uh, unlimited texting. So, you know, you guys send me out. Let me know if you have, if you don't have unlimited texting, then okay, then you need to just go ahead and rip it. We go ahead and check in at the time. I did find uh, my niece and nephew's mother, their mother's. Uh, well, she shared. I'm gonna go ahead and share this with you too. Uh, we're gonna go ahead first and check in with the time. It is now 11:53 p.m. It is now Tuesday, July 17, 2012. You're here with Gina on Gina's Groove Theory. KXWRW, your community internet radio station, broadcasting live to you in Long Beach, California. Alrighty, um, actually, this was, uh, I guess she shared it from Beyond the Veil, where the angels ascend. Most of you guys out there on Facebook already pretty much know that. I'm just learning. So I'm going to go ahead and share this. And I I thought it, I thought, uh, I don't. I can't scroll through all of my and most of my most of my Facebooking is through Gina Envy Not White. So if you see Gina Envy Not White, I don't know if you come up page or not. But if you tap into Gina Envy White, Envy Not White, uh, that's G E N A E N V Y, not N O T White on Facebook, it should lead you to where I am. So let me go ahead and share this with you. Up. I found it very, very, very much so needed. I had to tap her and say, wow. Okay, this is free yourself from negative people. And this is what I've had to tell myself. And you know what? It takes a lot of discernment, but we have to do it. It says free yourself from negative people. Spend time with nice people who are smart, driven, like-minded. Relationships should help you, not you. Surround yourself with people who reflect the person you want to be. Choose friends who you're proud to know, people you adore, who love and respect you, people who make your day a little bit brighter simply by being in it. Life is too short to spend time with people who suck the happiness out of you. 
When you free when you free yourself from negative people, you will free yourself to be you. And being you is the only way to truly live. And read Stumbling on Happiness. Much that for that. That was that was pretty good. Kinda worked with me as well. You gotta free yourself from that negative. That negative. And while we're gonna touch on that, I'm gonna go ahead and send another uh play another song out there. I know for sure that uh my son is out there, you know, he's uh waiting. He's gonna he's at the Baldwin Hills Mall. He's gonna wait on my mom. I'm gonna go ahead and end the show at one o'clock tonight and I take it into that extra hour. Simply because I'm gonna go pick up my son, you know, uh he's gonna be holding down for me. So with that it will be a thirty hour a th- three hour show and uh I miss being out there with you, but I'll go ahead and give you I started off tonight at 10 o'clock. You guys need to let me know. I did kind of ask if uh, if you guys like the shows more so. For sure, Thursday is always going to be 4. You know, 4, you know, 4.30 if anything arises. But, you know, we've been doing pretty good with uh, Thursdays for sure. And uh, Mondays, Mondays with my, with my promoting and me trying to get out there, it's been a little bit more difficult, but... During during the weekend, say Friday, Friday nights we're pretty much looking at. We did the last we did Friday show at I believe eight o'clock. Uh, we did a little early. If you guys want to go ahead and party, but you guys do like hanging out here on my show, why don't you go ahead and give me a shout out? Let me know. Hey, do it earlier. You know, if I if you want me to do them every day at four, because I know most of you out there, all of my friends out there are working, and all of their friends' friends are working. So you know, I want to. Make it a lot simpler. And being it that it's internet radio, not all of you guys do have it in your car, so you do have to plug in your iPhones and your and your iPods to your car to get it to play. And that's if you're rolling a you know reasonably new car, and that that could be another situation. So let me know if you guys like it at four, if you guys like it at eight. I know for sure on Fridays I don't do anything much, but I know you guys go out there and party. So I'm gonna be sending you all the party events. I'm going to check on in when I take this this short break. I'm going to come back with some more information on some of the parties and events that I've been invited to and that I plan on going to. So you guys can come on out and represent. You can meet me. And we can hang out have a good time. You know, I want to get more uh, involved in what people that I'm I'm talking to. That's why I've been out. You know, I haven't, uh, uh, as opposed to being on air and talking to people all over, you know, I kind of want to touch people. Um, there's a young lady out there that I'm gonna put in touch. I haven't touched her yet. I need it definitely. Some things I have to, some things, things I have to really put down and write down just to get it done. Because some things I do, but it passes my mind. Cause I am really busy out here trying to make it a good show for you guys. Trying to make sure that the information that I bring to you is only not only just positive, but geared towards us coming to some type of uh, unity with each other, and that means all of us, all races. All colors, all creeds, all genders, all sexual preferences, all, you know, that we learn how to live like humans. I had to learn it, you know, so I'm willing to help someone else. I'm not a teacher. I'm just a student. All I can do is tell you how I I did X, Y, Z. If you feel the same way, then there's a certain way that you'll do how you do. That's why I say with every every different race brings something good. Every each individual person brings something good. Every, every single person. So there's no negativity. Just like how my niece and nephew mother put it, you know, you know, stick around positive people. You know, you got to kind of let out the negative. The negative will kind of drown you. So with that, 
You guys, you keep it up together. I'm going to go ahead and check in with the time. It's now going to be straight up 12 o'clock in the p.m. It's now July 18, 2012. You're here with Gina on Gina's Groove Theory. Uh, we're going to be rocking it until at least 1 o'clock this morning. So with that, you guys go ahead and uh, uh, I'm going to send a shout-out there. And I'm going to play a young lady who has been through a great deal and has come through a lot as well as I have. And uh, she's quite an inspiration. She came back from drugs and uh, depression and all kinds of things. So with that, we're going to go ahead and send that shout-out there to her. May she be having a great night and blessed. There you go.
everybody. You're back live with Gina from Gina's Group Theory. It is now 12.05 in the a.m. It is July 18, 2012. Uh, representing for KXRW, your community connection internet radio station here in Long Beach, California. Representing for all the people out here in this community. Uh, I see I do have some callers out here who want to get in the conversation. So I'm going to go ahead and touch them and see what they got on their minds. So let's see. Hold on. Hello, you're hello. You're on with the Genus Group Theory. Who's it? Oh no, nah, that was just um, the first time on the show saying what's up and um, uh, what's up. That's all. Uh, oh hi. <laughs> well, hey. hey. Yeah, it's your boy Leron out here in Long Beach and stuff. Hey, how you doing, Leron? I'm doing <laughs> cool. Doing cool. <laughs> wow. Are you at work tonight? Uh, nah, I barely got off. I'm at home right now, but I'm doing some homework and stuff on the computer, writing, doing one of my um, fictional characters. I'm just writing one of my novels, trying to be seen and stuff, you know. <laughs> wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you do write, huh? Yeah. Do yeah. you have anything, um, well, if you like, um, feel free. Um, it's kind of a laid-back uh, laid show here. No, nah, I just wanted to give a shout out and uh, an appreciation to y'all because I've been reading, I've been doing history and y'all doing stuff for the community and that's mm-hmm. real. That should be doing that. Other people don't be doing it, and I appreciate the work that y'all doing because I've been doing some researching and I see that y'all doing stuff for the community and stuff and everything. So I just wanted to say that and stuff before I get back to writing and stuff. You know. Well, so, Thank you very much, and I appreciate what you said. And, uh, yeah, if oh. there's anything that uh, or anybody that you know that can use, you know, use me, use me. You know, I'm not okay. just here to be on the radio station. All okay, right. and okay. thank you for your support. And touch me so we can hang out. You're welcome. You're welcome, and so will. We will hang out one day. <laughs> I'm All looking right. forward to it. All right, have a blessed night. You too as well. All right, bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Hello, uh, this is Gina. Who's out there? Hi, Gina. This is Jay. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you, Jay? Hey, I'm okay. Calling from the other coast. So I was a bit thrown off when I heard 12-something a.m. Then I realized you were a long way off. (laughs) Yes, I'm in California. Where are you? Where are you at? City. Where? New York City? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you're the east. Well, that's considered the east coast. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to comment on the overall um, direction of your show. I think it's extremely positive to have people in the community, well, in the communities, trying to bridge some of the gaps that the system has put in place for all people, when I say all people, I'm talking about particularly people in oppressed communities, whether it's in America, etc. But I also have found, you know, due to meditation and research, that much of what we consider spiritual is really based on the same system that has enslaved us. And I'll give you an example. My parents brought me up using the word God. Yeah. Come that God itself, the word, is a pagan word that comes from a Germanic language. And so a lot of what we consider to be truth is really the truth based on what the slave master's system 
has structured because prior to the transatlantic slave trade and prior to Saudi Arabians enslaving our people in Africa, we had spirituality because we're the original people. Right. I so I, I called because I, I I like the energy. I've been a community activist in different countries for probably 25 years, but as I start to see consistent trends in the Caribbean, in America, in Europe, I see that the common denominator always is religion, right. whether it's Islam or Christianity. So my parents are Christian. Many of my friends are Muslim. But um, none of those groups because, you know, I, I find that they keep us on lockdown. And, yeah. and, and people tend to think that the concept of God creator precludes a person from excluding certain religions, meaning if you're not religion A, people then think, oh, well, you can't get to be spiritual because, you know, you're not coming through our doors or our building when um, it's the total opposite. There was a creator before the planets and before the animals and, and humans. In fact, there is the possibility that there's more than one creator. And even something more radical that I've been reflecting on recently is the notion of perfection, we think that a creator has to be perfect, when in actuality some children are born with genetic defects that are not caused by environmental causes, but by flaws in the creation of the child. So then you think about that and say, well, maybe the notion of God, creator, Allah, whatever, isn't really perfect. Then it eliminates the need for us to be stressed if we make a mistake. Otherwise, the religions have us tend to think, oh, man, I did a sin. Or, oh, man, I had this bad thought. I got to go in and repent. When yeah. I yeah. think that okay. really is necessary. Yeah. Well, you know what? When it comes to religion, you know, my brother, um, I don't know. If this is your first time out here. My, my brother is a bishop. He's a bishop. And uh, he's, a, he's, coming to, he's coming to terms with us. Uh, you know, because for years, you know, um, well, we were baptized as babies as Catholics, and uh, we went to all my mom. We all went, you know, everybody went to Catholic school, um, college afterwards. Um, my nan was uh, born in 1912, and she went to Louisiana State. So they kind of brought us up with the education first and foremost, and um, they, you know, it was her choice to make us Catholic. Um, and as I'm older now, and as he has converted from Catholic to Christian, you know, Christianity. Now he's coming to terms with, uh, he was here Sunday, and he's been on my show quite a bit. He said he's a regular listener now, and he, he comes out when, you know, when he, you know, and he's not coming, he's not coming with the whole, uh, you know, like he, like he would tell me, uh, I'd say about maybe a year or so before things start changing for me, you know. See, no one really understands what it is to, uh, to see, we had everything. We had everything all of our lives, and then to to go from having everything and to slowly lose everything and then to realize, you know, I mean, it, it does give you, it gives you the idea that, of course, you know, uh, I I was I was not in acknowledgement of all the blessings that I did have. I took it for granted. So a lot of times, you know, we take things for granted. It doesn't have to necessarily mean a godly thing or a religious thing, but I took life for granted. Like, you know, some people get, have the use of their hands. Some people don't. Some, I mean, they're not born that way, but they lose those things. And just the smallest little things matter to people. And and me working out here, it's been almost ten years. You know, me and my family, me and my son, my daughter, they were uh, teenagers, young teenagers, preteens, thirteen and fourteen when we became homeless, and and there was no place for us. And, and then 
we came out here to Long Beach and you know, I started uh you know, I started volunteering. I started, you know, going out there on the street, you know, street outreach. Street outreach means out here in Long Beach we're the only team that does that even to this day. We're the only team really actually other than the mission that goes out there and goes up on the riverbeds and you know, and I, I, I mean, I, I go on the canals where the rocks are with high heel shoes. You know, and people say, you know, some of our students that come in and say, "Is you gonna go out there with a?" Yeah, because you know what? You know, I can manage that. I've learned when I first came out here and I first started doing. I used to feel sorry, I used to cry when I see them. You know, I, feel, you know, I feel like, oh my God, you know. But then after a while, I started realizing that most of them out there, you know, that they feel that society has let them down and they don't want to be, they don't want to exist with us. They're fearful of us. And that's because, you know, so many people have shunned them, you know. So me going out there and working alongside, I find out they're the most grateful. You know, I mean, what you what what we perceive. Like my brother said to me, he said, well, you know, you don't, you, you curse, you, you know, this is what he was telling me a couple of years ago. He said, you curse, you do this, you do And God still bless you because he would say, you know, cursing and this and that, you know, this is going to prevent you from having this and that. And then he realized over the period of years that, you know, I'm still blessed regardless. I walk I walk the same walk he walks, it's just a different you know, he walks the path of, you know, Christian you know, Christianity. I walk the path of what what I'm led to do. I mean, I'm I'm doing the work out here, you know, and it's okay. See it's a good thing for me. I, it's the best job I've ever had. And and like I say to people, you know, invest some time in the things that you like, whatever makes you feel good. You and you're you're exactly correct. I've been bringing out a story. See, I don't know if you've been out here but I've been bringing out you know, um, I was I was given some information to to bring to the people. I was told uh, I started with another rate with my niece and nephew. Their station uh, and actually April twelfth was my first day with them, and I I've, I take it on my own now. When I started with them, I had did a uh, I had did you know I was doing more so uh, you know community based things, and I was you know doing CNN and I was bringing stories out of well basically neighborhood and community ma- magazines that. A friend of mine who uh, owns a shop out here told me she said you. She gave me some information. She gave me a DVD and a newsletter and a website to study. And I've been studying it. And what you said is so amazing that you said what you said because basically we we've been we've been conditioned. I mean, you think it's crazy, but we've been conditioned and and to 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 be aggressive towards each other, to not care about each other, to separate. You know, it's yeah. like we can't come together, you know? Yeah, in fact, um, uh, before I forget, by the way, there's a non a way to have a non-profit uh, without having to go through the years of paperwork called um, Fiscal Non-Profit, and there's an organization called Fractured Atlas. I have a non-profit under that, and look into that. I don't know if you have a non-profit yet, but if you don't, you know, um, you and your listeners can consider using a fiscal uh, sponsor, it's much much simpler process. Um, but, but what, what is that? What is that? What fractured is that? atlas. Fractured, fractured as, as in broken, like fractured, and then atlas like the globe. It's one word, and it's .org. And what they do is basically give you the umbrella where you can have a nonprofit and then go out and deal with sponsors and et cetera, et cetera. Um, what wow. they get out of it is something, a small percentage of whatever comes in, but I think it's worth it for the paperwork and all the uh, work involved. But there are other organizations. They're not the only one. What you do is type in a search engine, fiscal nonprofit sponsorship, um, and you'll see fractured atlas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because it's important for us not just to, well, 
I, I should say from my standpoint, giving to the community is wonderful, but the Red Cross and other organizations are making billions of dollars and empowering themselves and the community. Some of us, we may have the complex of helping and giving our rent money, our food money, you know, and then some of the where we can handle it in a way where, you know, you don't end up in the same predicament as the people you're trying to help. Yes, isn't yeah. that the truth? Isn't yeah. that the truth? I don't know if you've, um, the, the the DVD that she gave me, I don't know if you can get to it, but I know uh, the website that was there is www.newafrica00.com. And zero, the, zero. Spell it out or the, the digit? It's, it's the digit. It's zero, zero, the, you know, the, the numerical number. Okay, yeah. So it's, 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 it's uh, New Africa. It's www.newafrica00.com. And the, the DVD, it is so powerful. It is called The State of Man. I don't know if you've heard of it. Let me give no, you the name. Yeah. Let, let me give you, you know, I don't know. I, I've been, you know, I've been trying to ease it on to, to, to people because really, see, what we're being, what everybody is being displayed in wherever we are through TV, and I'm going to keep it real 100 right now. And she just told me to be really careful about how I handle it. But what we're being fed, what, what we're being fed is what they want us to see. And the ones who own the media, that own the rights to the elections, those are the people who own everything. And those are the people whose dollars circulate 22 times, 25 times, uh, as far as uh, our our people, we don't. And and it's like all of our monies. You know, if you give us, you know, if you, you know, he made a point. If you give reparations to uh, black people, um, then all they're going to do is turn it back to the system. Because right now we have no unity. Now, now yeah. I, I started this, this station because, you know, for one, I I do I do celebrate my nar- my Native American heritage. I do celebrate, you know, my. Creole hair, I celebrate because I'm not just, you know, everybody wants to label you. And, and it it clearly says that as far as the census, you know, the past couple of years when I've been filling out applications for work, you know, for being a, a counselor, um, it's like a, is these question the race part is just kind of been bothering. Yeah, yeah, because it's a, are you non And then how they broke it down is so, it is so. Let, let me get the DVD so I can tell you the name that's on it. She gave it to me. She entrusted it to me, and I can. She she stopped for a minute, but because she's been listening to me and she knows I'm independent, she said, "I know you're going to do the right thing with it." And it's pretty much detailing that we're being we're being see all the extra things that are going on. You know, you got the entertainment thing. You got the, you know, you have a Whitney Houston distraction. Thing. Yeah, it is a distraction to keep us yeah. from the from the fact of what's going on in the Congo, really. Yeah, you know, yeah. and globally, actually related globally. to what you're saying, I have Irish and Italian, and you know, I'm proud of all my ancestry, but I'm also African and Caribbean, and you know, mixed up. So my my point obviously is not that, you know, um, the teachings that we've been taught necessarily mean that all people from that community are bad people. The point just is that the truth means that you don't you're not prejudiced against people. You're just aware of the truth of, of, you know, society and humanity. A lot of people twist it into, oh, you don't like this group of people. It's called an ad hominem strategy where people vilify the person speaking as opposed to hearing the facts and evaluating it, 
you know, from a really constructively critical, intelligent position. So what you said about Native Indian you know, ancestry ties into me because, you know, as proud as I am fighting and resisting for brown people, I'm mm-hmm. also mixed with, you know, the same some of the same cultures that have um, oppressed uh, a, a huge portion of my ancestry. So that's very wow. valid. Right. Wow, that's incredible. Wow. You know, it. Here, uh, you have a pen because I'm going to give yeah, you the yeah, name that's on the deep, so you can write it down and it's a number. And uh, yeah, we're just. I mean, it, it in the beginning it showed how the how the news people were doing a story on a drive-by, and they had these kids and they were interviewing these kids and it was this little little boy who um, he had said that you know the the interviewer and it was so funny that. The interviewer was, you know, in, in the the one that they showed on TV. The the, the interview, they, the part of the interview they showed on the TV, they played it against the actual the actual. And the the, the guy who was doing the interviewing, you know, he asked the, the little kid, you know, he's a little black kid. And he asked him, you know, um, you know, what are you, you know, what are you gonna do? You know, he said, I'm gonna have me a gun. And, and then they just they just played the part where he said, when he gets big, he gonna have a gun. But they left out yeah. the whole fact that the little kid said. He was saying because he's going to be a police officer when he grows up. So it's like, you know mm-hmm. what, I, I know they're getting to see, you know, what they're seeing, even you're on, you're on, you're in New York, so I know the East is definitely, and that just goes down with the hip-hop and everything. The East and the West always, everybody wants to separate. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to separate. So you have, you, have the, uh, you have the New York Times that I know that prints a little bit different. Their, 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 their point of view is different from L.A. Times as well. Yeah, and from the New York Post, et cetera. They all have a little market that they market to. They spoon-feed us just what we need to hear to keep us, you know, happy and on mental crack instead of just delivering the truth and letting us intelligently decide what makes sense. So, you know, it's, it's almost watching the media, taking it all with a spoonful of organic sugar, you know, and search for the truth from various sources. And see, I don't even, I don't, I'm be honest with you, I have not watched the news. The only reason I don't watch the news, I haven't been, is not because of all this I've, I've been brought to. I mean, I knew of what was going on. You know, I, they're making movies about this. I mean, you know, there was Blood Diamonds. There was a, there was a, a Rwanda. You know, they're making stories. Yeah. Oh, excuse yeah, me, yeah. excuse me, is that that is still going on today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right in Papua New Guinea. They're killing off the brown people because they discovered some um, oil there. And the people Sudan. happen to be Sudan. Also, not only in Sudan, in Papua New Guinea, another nation. They lining so what, them up and you know so killing them all. What is the United States going to do? The, well, the, the corporation United States, I find, tends to be about the empowerment of the upper class elite, who happen not only to be American but also to be African, to be Saudi Arabian. You know, it's all a global, I think, game of nationalism. Divide people by flags. And then further divide them by color, religion, nose, size, et cetera, and you got them under control. You know, it's. Um, I think one day though, people will, more people will become aware that enough beat downs and you get tired. Hopefully, <laughs> you know. Right. Well, so, I'm uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping so. But then when you know the extent of it, you know they kind of put it down in a timeline. They took it from 19, early 1900s, Africa actually was was given to King. Leopold, and King Leopold owned it for 23 years, and in that 23 years, I'm I'm telling I'm telling you, just like in 23 years, because I've been studying it, she told me study it, and in 23 years he made 
at that time what would have been considered at time a billion dollars off of the land, and then he let it go. From that point on, it went to dictatorship. There was no government for a while, and then when they finally did get a president in 1960, Belgium, because of Belgium being a part of Leopold. You know, Leopold was from Belgium. Because of him, they assassinated him, and then they did, in 1961, they assassinated him a year later, and they, they admitted that they did that. That they did it, and the and the and the case was, and from then, it's back to dictatorship. So they've had 125 years. Now, I mean, I, I if you tell me, I, I got a strong feeling that this kind of thing, because you know, some a couple of my friends, because I've showed it to my friends, they're like, wow, and my kids, they're like, wow. It took them a while to sit down and look at it, but when they looked at it, like, wow, see, what's going on over there is no different than what's going on over here. It's just that we're we're just more meticulously more slow. See, they can't they can't run us. They can't come through the village with us and push us out. And those who they don't push out, they burn or and they rape and 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 they put their seed in the women as to dominate and to bring them down to take them from the indigenousness. That's what they're doing. And and whoever doesn't go along with it, that's what five thousand a month, five thousand a month. So. You would say that's right in the middle of Europe. Africa is yeah. right in the middle. You mean to tell me that no? I mean, and 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 who worked on this? Who worked on this DVD? Uh, it shocked me. Danny Elfman from The Simpsons worked on this. There were several mm. other. Other, it's, it's amazing. Grab a pen and let me shoot this to you right quick, so you can at least have this, so you can research it. And it tells all about you know like who is behind you know because a lot of people are you know looking at um you know looking. And this is no disrespect to his government at all, but looking towards, you know, Obama to make, you know, these changes and do this and do that. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much what the DVD says is that, you know, he's being, he's reading, he's doing, he's reading off the script. You know, when they say, yeah. what is he talking about? Well, he's reading off the script and he's, you know, he's doing the best he can with what he's dealt because, come on. Yeah. But, in people other words. People don't like to hear that, though. When I talk like that, people are ready to try and beat a brother down. No, <laughs> uh, you know what? We got to keep it real, and they, 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 and they also say that the person that's behind him is a Lewinsky. Uh, uh, I'd have to look at it and spell his name correctly to the big Lewinsky. Let, let me look at my phone because I, I, I googled it on my phone, of course, because I was like, okay. So, and he lets you know. Look into it, and then you see. And this is a, a Russian person, and uh, that mm. and his backing, and so it's like, okay. You know, because I don't like to buy into any conspiracy things, but then you know what I had been everything that was on the DVD. I'm gonna be honest with you, I I'd already saw it, but because I did, I, I have had uh, paranoid schizophrenia. You know, some things you send, you know, I tend to, you know, I say, well, maybe I'm, you know, but no, it is. And then and then how we're representing ourselves, see, you know, pretty much uh, Dr. Amos Wilson said, he said, in order for us, you know, as black people to survive, we have to literally be out of our mind. We have to display that, you know, just like the ways that they show, you know, us, us on TV, you know, the uh, the uh, the women with the, you know, just, I mean, the money, the rappers, the, you know, you got the kids, and that's another thing, too. You you have, you know, the young generation is looking up at these people who are saying that they did all this hard time, and they did this, and they did a hustle, and, yep. you know what, that, you know what, that does, that is, that right there, from, from, from what the DVD says, it's, that the system has a way to present to make a, a, a small class of people look like they're free, mm-hmm. but they're really not. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? 
Oh, yeah, outliers. You have outliers in industries. They don't fit the statistical cluster, but people use the outlier as the example. Let's see, you can make it. He did it or she did it, when in actuality the outlier is just, it's not an Mm -hmm. Uncle Tom, someone that is being extremely abusive in their nation. And, you know, you look at the cluster. The cluster tells the whole story. The, the, what was that that you said? The, the cluster. When you, when you, when you do a, a spreadsheet and you put in data and you plot it on an XY axis, let's say you have a lot of dots in one area, a lot of points. Well, there are one or two that don't fit it. But the system tells us that, see, you can make it too because see so-and-so who's the politician or who's the drug dealer or who's the president, the dictator, they made it. They don't show you that the cluster is where most of the people are suffering. But for, for oppressed commun- oppressive communities like Saudi Arabia or Europe, their groups, the cluster makes it. And the outliers, the system then goes and helps them. For us, who helps us, the majority, is the people on the outside who are struggling using their own money and time to help the people. So it flips for both communities. <laughs> right, so you, either way you look at it, either way you look at it, you know, you, okay, the way, um, the way Dr. Claude, Claude Anderson, now this brother is a man, uh, a Harvard man, I believe, the way he put it was that in the next, in, by the year 2013, if we don't get it together, and he says we can't get it together, him and Omar, I don't know if you ever heard of Omar. They spoke of that we could, we can't. Omar Johnson. They're all. They're both Omar Johnson. Sorry, Omar, Omar Johnson. Omar Johnson. U U M U M E R. Umar Johnson. Oh, U M E R Johnson. Okay. Yes, they spoke like this. If we don't, in other words, like he said, it's going to come down to this. And these are two words that he. This is a word that he said, and he said to keep in mind, and he made sure to give us give the definition, conservatism. And he said conservatism is going to be the next anti. Conservatism is going to mean, and you know what it's meant to before, but he says it's going to mean anti-black. He says it's going to be a time where it's not going to be just black against white because they're they're anticipating, they're anticipating some big things with you know the two clashes. But what it is, it's more so it's going to be the blacks against everybody. Because right now, right now, he even mentioned as far, he said history is proving it. And, yes, it is. You have, I mean, uh, you have 28. 28 states have been uh, issued the right to carry concealed weapons for one. And, of course, you already know. You know, I mean, I I didn't even get into the whole Trayvon thing because my niece and nephew, they had to express yourself where they talk explicit and they say whatever and they talk a great deal about it. And I didn't want to really touch on it, you know, because to me, you know, to me, I didn't, I didn't want to receive it much. And then when my friend of mine told me her side, which was totally different from everybody, because everybody pretty much jumped on the bandwagon of, okay, this is what happened. But what I, what I did recently realize is that no one thought about the fact, that, you know, where is it that in any state that you can, uh, a mentally ill person is given the right to carry firearms. And is in contact with police, mm-hmm. and he can walk around as though he's a village, uh, you know what I'm saying? A, a vigilante. Yeah. He's I mean, the now in, in the middle of Florida. Now my 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 friend lives out there in Florida, and she she told me all about Liberty City. Now, see, in Liberty City, I know they don't have that concealed weapon there because Liberty City is kind of like where all the black people live, and the you know the island people. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been there, 
But that's where oh, that's, yeah, I was there. that's where it is. When I was so there, I know, like, you know, off the chain, So the stories that she told me before all the Trayvon things start even happened, she told me about Liberty City. And I'm like saying, Well, I know they're not giving them the yeah. that part the of right Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, twenty eight states. And then it it's just so more meticulous how we're being done. But you know, it's you know, and like I tell I tell people this years ago when they said that they started talking about the sending the Mexicans and Hispanics back and deport them and this and that and immigration. You know, back then years ago when they first started that, I I, I expressed to everybody and this is from my heart. I said, you know what, you know, don't jump on the bandwagon. You know, for I mean, who own? You know, who has really the right to be here? From my understanding, it's the Native American was the first here. So, I mean, who has the right to tell someone they need to go back or they need to go here? Or they, or, you know, come on back or no. I mean, after you get rid of them. Okay, now now say if the plan goes the way they want it to go and they stop immigration and they stop uh, people from coming here. I mean, they cut it off and then they push them back where they, they who's next? I mean, who's yeah. next? Which, which, which uh, uh, skin color is next? You yeah, what they actually have get to, them out of here. The, you're next. Yeah. The That's immigration real. laws tend to be double uh, one-sided because, on the one hand, they're very friendly rules when it comes to Europeans coming here. But then on the flip side, Mexicans, Caribbean folks, folks from Africa who really need the break tend to be at the bottom of the line and have to spend a thousand dollars, et cetera, the rate keeps going up. So the whole I often think that the only escape is what uh you know, what suggested us going back to Africa. The problem with that is even in Africa we won't be free because we tried that when we went to, you know, uh, Africa and it didn't work because the system can just come over and, and jack you up. Go to Grenada, you see what happens. So I have a feeling that the answer is in unifying and research and teaching our children because there's no escape from the long arm of, you know, the new world order, which is really the old world order upside down. But I'm also in media. I'm hoping I could give you my contact info somehow. Does Do they allow you to um, hear info with, at some point? Well, or? they have never talked to me. I mean, I, I actually, I don't. I only talk to them when I when I have a problem. I send them something. But um, do are you on Facebook or no? Uh yeah. Okay, well, you can get me on Facebook, and then we can inbox there. I don't oh, think you are there. Okay. I don't, I don't uh, think what do I look for on Facebook? I'm sorry, because there was a pause. Okay, but... How do I find you on Facebook? Okay, I have a... I, have a, I don't know if they'll let you... See, what I'm finding about that, too, is a, it's a little funny, see, because some people can't get... Now, I send people to my... Okay, write down my... my now, my regular Facebook, I think you could be able to, to get to. But okay. then, I don't know if I have to invite you to... But my regular is it's Gina Envy Knott. Gina G E N A M V E N B Y. I'm sorry, Gina. I have Gina, and then what's after that? Envy, Envy. Oh, Envy, like E N V Y. Okay. Yeah, Envy. Uh-huh. Not. N O T. N O T. White. White. W H I T E. That's my last name. Okay. And then Gina's now. If you can get into my face, if you can get into the show's Facebook, then it will be Gina's Groove Theory. And then you can, if if it lets you get in there, because I noticed that you know, I mean, I can send people can like my like my my page, but then 
I can't send them an invitation to the show. So it, it's kind of yeah. like an oxymoron. Kind yeah, of Facebook so. has been sending me warnings about sending friend requests. I think they're part of the bigger system because I have a lot of socially conscious friends who tell me the same thing. On Facebook, they get blocked, they get warnings, and then folks come up with all these racist comments, and they tend to stay. So, you know, it's it's like working within the slave system. They're going to, you know, yeah, work I'm, how we're doing. I don't know. I don't know if I'm kind of like starting to regret the whole the whole thing that you know. I, but you know, I mean, it is one way to you know. But you know, I'm starting to see why because I was a late I was a late starter with Facebook. So I mean, everybody else was already into it. I, I was a late starter. I'm still not really uh, MySpace, but um, mm. I'm starting to feel in Twitter. I'm barely with that too, but only because of the show that you know I I, I do that. But yeah, I've been you know I'm I'm noticing because if if my friends okay if this person is a friend of my friends, and I have forty mutual friends with that with this person, right? That means yeah. forty of my people or forty is forty of his people. So if yeah. my, if it's mutual friends, then I don't really truly understand it, and then it also blocks you out for a certain amount of days. Now the first oh, time, yeah, did, and then it says something about reported spam. You know, I mean, I usually touch you know people who are in my. I mean, I'm not going to touch anybody that I don't know. So. It's like, well, I don't know why I'm getting that. So I'm kind of figuring, uh, you know, somebody sent me, um, but I think it's all a part of the same thing. What I'm what I'm realizing is that there's a certain, even with the, you know, what I'm on, what, you know, blog talk, you know, the same, because you, you can also go on blogtalk.com and you can hear my recorded shows as well. But I'm thinking they all pretty much work together because when you touch, when you want to share and you embed your episode, then they have a one button that pushes and it has all these different networks. And they're all together, and so Facebook mm-hmm. works with. I mean, they all work together. So it's kind yeah, of like and if, you, if you're spreading a certain message that is one of that's truthful, but not one that supports the status quo. I find even in university, I found this that once you start putting essays together that are critical of the system, people just start shutting you down. It's, it's really, I mean, and it's hard to prove because they don't come out and say it. They just create little rules and laws that they hold you accountable to and don't hold the KKK accountable to, you know. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what Renee told me. She said, well, she knows she's been on me for years. So, I mean, she did put it in the right hands. But she also explained to me, too, that, you know, about this other gentleman who now is, like, serving 25 to life. And I was like, okay. I said, well, you know what? I'm a peace. I'm a peaceful person. You know, I, I don't promote anything. Now, as far as and just just like they say, look, I have no hatred, no ill will, no. I'm, I'm not trying to join or start up anything. The case is, I'm just trying to let the people know what is going on. It needs to see. The only way yeah. people are gonna, if they don't know, then they don't know. That's the same way as when I was out here with the kids, and I needed some help. You know, I was told to come down here to Long Beach, and that's where I got help. But where I came from, Redonda Beach, there was no help. So it's like if you don't know, then you don't know how they react. And yeah. if and if, if if it's that serious, whereas that we can't, we can't not not just the fact that we have been probably most likely been denied denied the the privilege for many years, but if, if in fact if today is that the way it is, and we can't we we not only are we struggling with each other just to get along? Because you know what? That's we have a uni- universal reputation, and that universal reputation is not good. You know, I sit in class with a lot of uh, students that come from Asia, and the things that they say, you know, that, that they told about, you know, I mean, yeah. you don't, I mean, you look at me as though 
you can't look at a person and say, you know, I had a couple of callers. You know, they were pretty hanging out. You know, white guys and stuff. They're cool with me. You know, they made a couple of comments about black people. And it's like, you know what? If if that's all they're being fed, and that's just like with us, if all if all we're being fed is that they're this and they're that and this and you know, you know, I wasn't brought up with that. I wasn't brought up with the whole uh, white man got me down thing. You know, I, I mean, everybody's college educated, it, but then they made the case in the DVD that. You know what we're sitting out here with? All you need is an education, and that's what my people did. You know, the women—they were women. They brought us up on education. They made sure that was first and foremost. But they didn't send us out here like how how I got done on the job. How I ended up having mental. You know, they didn't gear me up to go out to know that this guy on this job is going to do what he did, and that it was going to eventually turn out that it was the skin color that made the difference, mm-hmm. not the brain. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, real know. talk. Yeah, you know, that's real. Yeah. And that's yeah. really, I mean, all, all I can say is now, you know, I want to do the best that I can to make sure yeah. that I give people the right, correct information. What I was saying on the, the station I was on with my niece and nephew was like, a lot of things that they say, I'm like, you know, you guys are young, and you guys really need to research what you're saying, you know, because for mm-hmm. one, you know, it's it's not just a thing to stir everybody up. It's not about stirring everybody up and getting everybody mad and ready to, you know, yeah, we, yeah, we should get together. Yeah, unity is what we need, but we don't need anybody, you know, grabbing torches, you know, like we're going heading for Frankenstein, you know, we're, you know, or going to the castle. No, we need to, yeah. you know, get wise. I, I somewhat disagree with that. I, I agree with the peace position, but I think people can find peace when they're at peace, and all people tend to be at war. So I think your position may be more Martin Luther King. And my position is more Malcolm X. But the two go hand in hand like yin and yang, meaning, you know, without one to protect the other and vice versa. You know, oh. I'm I'm not a – I'm definitely into whooping booty if the system tries anything. No, no, so. don't, let, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Now, I'm going to have to make let – me, let me clarify this. Don't get me wrong. I am not by any chance. Marching, singing – I already get the point. Marching, singing, and dancing is only going to get you, you know – Murdered in the streets. The case is for a record deal. Yeah, hello. Don't get me. Don't get me. No. When I say that, no, I do promote for people to be together. But then also too, I already know, and I and I see, you know, um, pretty much how uh, uh, Claude Anderson said. Dr. Claude Anderson said it. And you, you have you heard the word? Um, uh, we're being we're being supplanted. Supplanted mm-hmm. is the word that he used. And you know what? That's the first time I had heard anybody use it, but when he said it, I understood exactly what he meant. Subplanet means, okay, if you were second, if you were second in the population, you're going to be fourth in the population. And whatever you got when you were second, what do you think you're going to get at the fourth? So it's kind of like, you mean to tell me that, now, the idea you get is that it's just, it has been, this has been mapped out way before. You know, the, the, my niece and nephew, they came up and they put it out there about the Willie Lynch. I think my niece put it on my my, my Facebook, and, and I, re, I really need to take it off because I I really didn't read much into it, and I know what it's about, you know. But the case is, I don't think they really know how serious it is because when I tried to get them to, before we separated, tried to get them to see the DVD because the DVD is pretty much it's the it's the Willie Lynch of 2012 in mm. your face, right? So it's like I tried to get them to see it, and they they didn't have time. So it's like okay, you can't put out there, you know, you want to incite something but you better know what you're talking about and on top of it you brought they brought me in to bring in the community and and the the way they were you know they were talking they were talking with the black panthers you know i'm hey look i hold nothing against anybody but the case is i'm not going to jump on anybody's bandwagon today is 2012 
You know, and from what I understand from the Black Panthers from the day before, for one, you got to come not half-assed. You better come with, you know, with acting correctly. They had some structure, even though they probably had that inner workings. And then they spoke about Malcolm X's, uh, the guy, how he's running free, the one who murdered him. Oh, yeah, they yeah. oh they just brought up a whole lot. And they're like, they can't keep that guy in jail. And I'm like, wait a minute. See, and then you have people, and you're giving you're giving the world an idea that what's going on in these countries are ethnic wars. And it's mm-hmm. really not. They look alike, but they're not. It's not an they're not even from that. They're coming from outside of the country of Africa. Mm-hmm. They're coming from outside. They're coming from the outside, the outskirts of all those countries around the countries that they're doing that to. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not an ethnic war. And I, and you know, now you know you, you did think of uh, now one thing about Israel. Israel now they do have an ethnic war. You know that. That's it, that. I mean, that's been going on since the beginning of time. But these other atrocities, where there are minerals and I mean, riches that they're just laying people down to get to. It's like, well, how did how do they how does it be even belong to them? How did, how is it that they feel that they can just do that? You know how? And one name I don't know if you heard, but John it's actually the name is John Joe Weed are the militias that they're doing and they're getting praised for doing what they're doing but then they're just creating mayhem and it's like, Wow, how do we how do what do we do to I mean, what is it that we do? What can we what can you know, they have their idea of us. That's why I read that I don't know if you were out here when I read the article. I read the article about the African immigrants that are here. Because I had to No, I didn't I, hear that. Yeah. Hmm? Oh yes, no, I had to I read it. Yeah. Yes, I read it. It actually it is in the it was in the LA LA Watch. L.A. Watts, no, it's the African Trumpet, the African Trumpet. There's a website, www.africantrumpet.com. And I read, you know, what the the struggle that they're, because I guess, and it did. I mean, they did used to say that it was more so that the African um, people who came here, they get better education, they get their education, and they're more structured. But then from, you know, they're not getting from the article, they're not getting they're not getting any any faster anywhere faster than Black American or anybody else, Hispanics or not. They're they're not they're not. So in other words, they're highly qualified mm-hmm. with no jobs. You understand? Mm-hmm. So pretty much, they're not they're not what we've been thinking that they're achieving so much. They get nowhere further than we get. In, yes, they have a different. They tend to have a different work ethic. Yeah, their work ethic, but now they're here with PhDs and no job. So, yeah. like, wow. So it's like you know what? There's nobody. All of us. That that the article just let me know, and I hope everybody out there got the idea that you know what? It is like what you said. It's the poor. It's the poor people. The people who are out here living paycheck to paycheck. People. If you live in, like I said on my show on the 14th, if you live in the same neighborhood I live in, it doesn't matter what kind of car I drive or what kind of income I make. If you live in the same neighborhood I live in, then we are our neighbors and yeah, yeah. have to work together. You feel me? I mean, oh, what, I mean, what do you think? Well, yeah, but the, we get back to the divided mentality, meaning that even in the same community, in the same building, we're divided because one group thinks their religion is better, another one thinks light skin is better than dark skin, PhD is better than GED. So what happens is 
we all go our separate ways and get the same beat down and pay the same landlord who tends to come from this other community. <laughs> okay, it doesn't. Oh, you know what? Another point too. Um, it was a point made that the people who used to, okay, the people who used to run the bookies and the people who used to do all the mobbing, they they no longer are doing that because you know I heard uh, a few weeks ago someone said there's no such thing as the mafia anymore. I was like, okay, well, you know, but, you know, I know underground, right? So I'm like, okay, those people who used to be a part of that have grown. They they are now the police officers and the uh, <laughs> the mm-hmm. city council people. <laughs> and and yeah. the police officers, and now they have the right. You know, the ones who, the way you put it was the ones who used to get string you up are the ones who now can beat you to death. I was like, wow, isn't that something? Yeah. You it's, know, it's and it's I... systemic. By the way, I think I did find the Facebook there's a brother driving a car with a sister and looking at the camera. I think that's the page for you. Okay, let's see. Let me take a look. Wow, that is, that is so incredible. It is incredible. But I'm I'm getting yeah. with a lot of. What do you feel about What do you feel about the uh, touching? Because I have one. I was at an assembly assemblyman Mike Davis's. Uh, cocktail party a few weeks ago and uh, he wants to sit down and do an interview his uh, coordinator wants to sit down what do you think about, and, and also to us at City Hall you know they're representing for the people who um, legalize cannabis as well you know for the people who are out here who, you know, well Long Beach is, it's its own ent- entity, right so they're doing things and they're trying to enforce things and they're out here cutting up so it's a federal investigation going on but what do you mm. think about trying to touch the politics what do you think about I'm sorry, because yes, the line is breaking up slightly. You said, "What do I think about it? from a political standpoint?" Or yeah, from a political standpoint, what do you what do you think? What do you think? Well, since I'm getting, I'm 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 in touch with them now. You know, not just standing in the meeting. I'm, they're friends with me. They're friends with yeah. me on Facebook, and they want to do some interviews with me. What do you think? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? What do you think I should? I mean, do you think uh, giving them, you know, giving them just room to be able to speak what they what they're gonna be bringing here, or 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 do you think that pretty much I, my understanding? What I feel, I think the community needs to run itself. <laughs> if we can come to you know that, but that's like a shot in the dark, right? So mm-hmm. what do you think about me sitting down with them and, and talking with them? I think it's if you if you're asking about sitting down with politicians and talking to them, am I correct? Yes. Yeah, I think that there's two parts to it. One is we all, well, many of us understand that politicians work within a bigger system which tends to not have the interests of poor people of any color, white or black, but especially but darker ones. But there is something, I think, to be said for sitting and negotiating, even with people that work inside the matrix, as you could call it, because, it, you know, there could be the less of a need for a more aggressive physical approach to the system. Also, it's always good to learn what's going on inside, you know. So, I, I, yeah, I don't see a problem with it. However, I would say not to expect major, you know, water parting uh, <laughs> things oh, to happen. But it's, oh, it's, yeah. so, you're saying, so you're saying that there's not going to be any uh, Ten Commandments on top of the mountain, you know. No, 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 that'll, <laughs> no, no water so, turning to wine, but... It's a positive experience, even in a you know in a serious situation where you have one gang on one side and another group wanting peace on the other. It doesn't hurt talking to the other side, even if you're dealing with, for instance, the Nazi Party or in Hitler's time, because you get 
learn their thinking. You know, what are they thinking? What what may be some of the plans and maybe plant some seeds of truth in their brain that they could take back to the beehive and, and you know, reflect as they're about to do their possible negative. So I think communication is always good, no matter who the person is, the worst enemy. Talking is, you know, a good thing. I, well, think, have I mean, as long me. as you don't give them all your, you know, trade secrets. What? Are you gonna just you gonna coach me? You can coach me, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like, absolutely. I like, I, like, I like your approach. You know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not, a, I'm not Bible beating, and I'm not, I'm not trying to march and do no boycotts. You know, because all you're gonna do pretty much is get laid down. <laughs> you know, yeah. nowadays it's not the dogs that's gonna get you; it's the, you know, the shotgun, the rifle. So it's like, and you know, you know they have a new tool, right? You heard about the new tool? It's a sound tool where they blast an invisible ray of sound. And it's so piercing to the protesters that the protesters fall on the floor or go backwards. It's also used in some war zones. Wow. Are yes, you saying it's going to be the next level. Yeah, it's next level stuff. Soon they'll be adjusting frequencies and messing with people's thinking. And when people are thinking negative thoughts, they're sad, depressed, etc. It's not induced by life, but induced by technological, biological warfare. Oh, wow. Do you know what? I had a friend step in. And he works actually for the Weather Bureau, for the government as well, uh, 24 mm. years military. And uh, he's a weatherman. He's one of 16 in the country, in the country mm. that, that has his job. And uh, one of the one of my guests uh, posed that question to him, was like, you know, because um, the guest was saying that, you know, well, Katrina, he spoke on Katrina, that it was, uh, that it was manipulated and that, you know, that can make weather, that they can make weather. And so she posed that question, and she asked him, you know, Brian, and if he's out there listening, she posed, she said, well, can't they? Don't they know how to make weather, right? <laughs> they can make weather, yeah. right? And so he was like, well, you know, he, he really didn't want to say, but I'm like, are you serious? I mean, I've heard things, but, you know, some things are kind of like so far-fetched. It's like, you know, come on, you know. Wow. Yeah, they already mm-hmm. adjust the weather in China and some countries. They have the tools, and if there's not enough rain, they send some kind of signal up, and it starts to rain. So, yeah, definitely we're, we're at the next level in terms of the, the tools used against the people, you know. Right. You know what? Um, I get I usually get a, I get a actually with blog talk, I don't know if you know the deal, but I get three hours, uh, three hours a day, so I can broadcast it seven days a week, and I try to make sure I'm here seven days a week when I'm advertising as well. Um I'm gonna get an extra hour if you hang on out there. I close out. I close it out at actually at one o'clock, and then I take I bring it back in after one. And that that's not live. It's live for us because we as long as you stay logged in, you're on, and we'll continue the conversation. And but we won't okay. be. Okay. I think I found your web page also. So if you and a brother, I think on it. Uh, me and who? Uh, a brother is on this. But are you okay. saying that for your radio show now? Um, holding on or call back yeah, or no, talk just hold on. Time. No, okay. just hold on. Just, just hold on. Right. When, when I when I end up the show because I'm gonna end it in the next three minutes, I'll play I'll play some music. I'm gonna play my intro and I take that out. And after my intro, I just come back on and we'll still be on because I see okay. there's other callers out there and I do believe I see my brother out there. My brother's out there. Oh, it's your brother's calling. Tell him what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be talking to you in a minute. So. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to end this. This will be July, actually July 17, 2012, Gina's Food mm-hmm. Theory. Thank you guys for coming out. You guys hang on out there. I'm going to go ahead and play my intro. You let me know what you like about it, Jay, if you like it. 
And uh, if you like it, then, you know, hey, I, I ask people because I really like to know, you know, give me your feedback. So this is going to be this is going to be show July 17th ending uh, at actually 1 o'clock. It is now 12.57 a.m. We will carry this on after the hour. Okay, peace out and God bless with everybody. Talk to you in two and two.
Hey, you're back live with Gina on Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 101 in the AM. You're out here with Gina and Jay, uh, representing for KXRW. I think I have my brother out there as well. I'm going to go ahead and chime him on in, Jay. Hold on one sec. Hello, this is Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. Who's this? Yeah, you know who this is. It's your brother. Hey, say hello to Jay. Hey, Hey, Jay, brother. Hey, I've been listening to you guys. Yeah, man, I've been talking to your sister. Yeah, you, uh, you, it was, uh, excuse uh, my phone, I'm talking by cell phone. Uh, okay. You were talking about, you, 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 you caught my intellect. You was talking about, uh, uh, weather, uh, how they're manipulating the weather. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that thing is, I, I've been following that thing since 1985. Oh, and, so you uh, probably know about Harp also up in Alaska. Yeah, I, yeah, I know about Harp. I, I know about Harp and uh, how it's six miles underground and how it can manipulate the black hole. I know yeah, about that. Yeah. And awesome, uh, you know, and, and, and that first thing you were talking about there uh, before that, what, what was that you, you you guys you were you were touching bases on? You, you mean the device that's used to project the sound so piercing that the oh yeah oh yeah okay that's that's the microwave. They, they send out microwaves, and uh, how they do it, they, they do it through your uh, cell phone towers. And it also can manipulate the attitudes of the people. Uh, so, therefore, you could have a crummy day or a happy day, depending on... Oh, you're uh, talking about that point. Oh, okay. Yeah, there were two ones. Yeah. One was a tool that the militaries have that's about the size of maybe a stove. It's circular. It looks like a satellite dish. And they send out a beam. The protesters are out there. They don't have to even gas them. They can just send this beam out and knock them out. Yeah. The second thing was the adjustment of human thought. And that's the point I did you addressing. And it's tremendous because imagine how many stressed out conscious folks are out there. Who knows how many of them really the stress is induced by, you know, electronic waves. Well, well, you know, I, I, I go to the military bases, and, and I, I see, you know, pretty much the, the equipment that they're, they're uh, gearing up right now. They're gearing up a lot of, uh, uh, I guess you would call it pedestrian uh, machinery uh, mm-hmm. so that they can, they can handle massive crowds. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and on those tanks, some of those tanks have that weapon that you're talking about. Uh, mm, they, okay. they don't. They, they they don't have a gun. They have a microwave unit. Uh, it's all done through microwave, and okay. and and that microwave unit, if they point it towards a certain direction, it can control the pattern of and the attitudes of the people in that direction. Mm-hmm. Did, you all, did, you all, did you all hear about that Japanese invention that actually controls people's movements? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's wild stuff going on. Well, I mean, this, this, a lot of this technology has been around. I mean, for 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 decades, it's nothing new. You know, yeah, I well, mean, Nikola they, Tesla. Yeah, Nikola Tesla has been knocking stuff out of the box for years. The thing is, though, that he realized, uh, based on what I can understand of his, his philosophy, how dangerous it was, and so he pulled back on some of it and even helped destroy one of his own inventions. And the U.S. military took lots of his texts and probably are using it. He held back on 100 inventions. Mm. Wow. Hey. He held back on 100 because he, the military wanted, you know, they wanted to do ill and, and put it in ill will. 
So mm-hmm. that's that's why he didn't go further. Uh, you know, he's mm-hmm. way ahead of his time. So oh, yeah. you know, so but but still, let's go back to the chem clouds. That's mm-hmm. done through aluminum aluminum nitrate. Now, okay. how how they how they how they do it? They, they shoot it in the air. Have you ever saw these uh, trails behind the airplane? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chem trails. Yeah, the, the, those trails, they're, they're shooting aluminum nitrate in the air. And, and, and what that does is that, that makes the cumulus cloud form. And the cumulus cloud is the cloud that holds water, and mm-hmm. it starts forming where they shoot the aluminum nitrate. And before it hits the ground, it's already gathered the cloud in the air. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's why when you see, you see those trails, if you pay real close attention, it could be a, a clear day. And you'll see crisscrossing trails, mm-hmm. and these yeah. and yeah. they're not and airplanes are not supposed to crisscross. That that's mm-hmm. against that's against you know the rules. But you'll see crisscrossing trails, and those trails are turned into an overcast of clouds. Mm-hmm. That actually relates also to what I was talking to your sister about when it comes to the race and color issue. A lot of the Go weapons ahead. really they don't care who they hurt, meaning. No. Sometimes I've been looking recently into alien-type uh, research because when you think about it, I, I find that brown people do catch more, you know, hell globally, but they're using stuff that's going to poison our children, white, black, green, everything. So there's something deep occurring that is beyond the race issue, even though, you know, race is that, you know, sexism, race is critical issues. There's something really serious going down for humanity as a whole, man. Mm. Right. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Well, Brad, you were born actually the summer of uh, 1963. Uh, everyone that was born, and I know this, um, everyone was born um, in ni- in the summer of 1963 uh, is susceptible to cancer because of the nuclear testing that they had in the Arizona desert in the summer of 1963. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's reasonably to say that We've been, you know, I mean, it's not, I mean, it wasn't just Saddam Hussein thing, you know, when it comes to doing things amongst civilians and citizens, you know what I mean? I mean, why are you testing these things? I mean, you really don't want anybody else to have these things, so why Why do we test those things? Why, I, I know it's German, German uh, scientists who created most of it, right? But, I mean, why do we, I mean, why do we have in, in our possession, any of us have in our possession these these things to destroy the world and pretty much you know and, and we saw the fish thing we saw the redondo beach thing fish all the same fish that ended up coming up out of all the fish in the ocean it was it was a horrible mess to see that harbor filled with those one species of fish dead like that so you ask yourself what would make i mean why didn't the seals and everybody else you know float like i mean it was covered it, you saw that i know so you guys saw it on the news it's like well, what did do? I mean, you know, is it God? You know, you, the one people say, is it God? It was God. It was a rapture. It was something he did. Or do you say, mm-hmm. what is it that they're doing, you know, to the ocean that's made, that made that one particular fish do what it did? It was yeah, all that I, one stick fish. I think my parents would tend to feel that God or in some people's community, Allah, is bringing an end to, you know, humanity and therefore fulfilling some prophecy. I don't think that's the case, but I think what's happening is either, um, and it might sound very extreme, but either there's some alien activity occurring 
that we are not aware of, you know, consciously, or it's just a bunch of ignorant, greedy people trying to control the masses. Um, one of those two things, because I can't see the logic of God, Allah, you know, NGR, which is called originally creating a planet, creating perfect beings to be imperfect and greedy. It, it doesn't add up, you know what I mean? So I, I right. We may have an alien thing going on, and I never used to believe that. And as I get older, I now start to think this is this is beyond you know. Well, actually, even the angels mentioned have to be aliens because they're not from Earth. So everything really is an alien. So once you come to that realization, then it opens up the can of worms that well maybe you know well, this gets yeah, maybe more. Roswell was real. And why is it that we can't go in Area Fifty One? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know well, what? I think about that every time I drive through the Nevada desert. And okay. I'm I'm the only one awake, and I'm driving, right? I'm, I think about it every day. Because it's like, you know, you see, you know, I mean, never in my life have I seen so many falling stars. Mm. I mean, they're just like falling all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, come on. I mean, driving to there, you see at least, if, if you can see them, you see mm. at least you get ten of them, you know. I mean, is it just a uh, common occurrence that, I mean, do they fall every certain minute or second or because there's a lot of that activity going on in the sky, so it makes you think. Makes you think. Can I cut in? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. You know, it's certain people, you know, that that have an interest for it. Everybody, this is like one big old rat test center. And only certain people are paying attention. Like like us tonight, we're, we're, we're talking about it. Other people, they, they neglect it because they think this is the way it's supposed to be. No, mm-hmm. this is not the way it's supposed to be. Uh, you, you said about the cancer, Gina. You know what? Cancer, they, the, the, the most massive cancer item right now out is the cell phone. Mm-hmm. The cell phone puts out radiation, and you use yeah. it all day long. Yeah, that's right. I'm on my it, headphone. I dug it up, so I'm safe. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. How many yeah. people are using a cell phone? How yeah. many people well, are going to have tumors too, in their bro. brain? Huh? Y'all know about cordless phones also? They give off radiation yeah. just like a cell phone, and I never Michael, knew that until about two weeks ago. Microwaves, microwaves. Un- understood, but that that's the most massive death item mm-hmm. right now, and, and you're buying it. Wait a minute, you're buying it. And you're using it. Well, cigarettes. You're telling, you, you, you know, and, and they, they tell you they they put it up it, it, just like cigarettes. They they tell you that they're killing you, but we still buy them and we still use them because the fluoride in the water dumbs us down. But then also, I'm, 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 well, the fluoride. Well, you, you know what? Come on, we can go with the fluoride. We can we can go with a number of things. We can go with them even mixing the waste water with our fresh water. Talking about they recycled it. Yeah, out here in Orange County, they have mixed the wastewater, 20% of it, with the regular water. Talking about they recycled they recycled it and made it clean. And, and, and they expect us to drink it. Yeah. Wow. I don't drink alcohol. Come on. I, no, no, no. We, we got to be real. We got to be real. You know? It's something about so we, it. It's something about it. We, we, we have a lot of things. That we need to pay. So it's consciousness that we need to look forward. See, we're, we're not at the right consciousness. That's what it is. You know, we're, we're just accepting stuff now. We're at the point of accepting. You know, uh, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way it is. But even the Bible tells us this is not the way it is. 
Well, well, you know, let, me, let me say this. Excuse sorry. me. Let me say this before I forget. Look, I mean, just okay. Just imagine. Okay, now all that, all that we are going through right now. When R.J. Reynolds, when when someone pulls up, and this just came to mind, you guys. When R.J. Reynolds, when the cases come up, they're paying uh, people money for the people dying. You know that, right? People are winning cases again. See, even though cigarettes are uh, cause is, is may cause death and will cause death, and it has caused death. R.J. Reynolds is paying back the families of that kills or they die from it, and then that money. Then that money, see, that's what the DVD brings out too. Once R.J. Reynolds pays that money to, to the family, which you know, who who figures what who's the majority of the families who are dying from cigarettes, uh, from smoking cigarettes, who knows? But the case is, when they get paid that money, that money just basically goes back into the system. It goes back to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like because we invest in every, they own everything. You know. Really, there's not much. There's only a few people who, you know, few of us folks who own something that own hospitals. That I mean, because he went to the scale of hospitals and universities, and you know what I mean. He went, he went that far. And we don't own those kind of things. We don't own colleges. We don't own that. We don't own those big institutions like banks. Whereas, you know, we can make and call shots. So that money just goes right back to where it comes from when it comes to us. And not to mention, not to mention, to make a pack of cigarettes, to to actually make a pack of cigarettes, it's sixty five cents. Oh, they're making okay. a lot of profit. Uh, no, no, and 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 that's if you want to go there, you go with your gas. A gallon of gas, it, it, it it's sixty six cents. Wow. So they're making mega profit. He can afford to pay people back. Because they're selling cigarettes, I believe cigarettes are now six bucks a pack. So they're making a ninety percent interest. And then they make money when they pay you for your family member because that money just goes back to them. Because that's what you, if if you don't have a lot of money, if you don't have a secured, most people who will be receiving money or who sue are they Reynolds for their family's death probably need the money because of medical expenses. So. You understand me? You feel me? And then that's where, here it goes. Then they make the money from the pharmaceutical side. And that's even taking for granted that their money actually has value. Back in the day, money had to be backed by gold. If you go back to it a few hundred years ago, today <laughs> the money is just printed on toilet paper. So we have what? a system that is really a game, meaning you create fake money, people will die and kill for that money. But really, the money has no value. <laughs> Seriously, you, unless you're going to wipe your, 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 you know, toes with it. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? I said this, not even, I've been saying this for a minute. Not too long ago, I said, I bet you. Okay, this was during the Occupy, the Occupy, okay? They were down here doing it at the Occupy. The police were watching them, you know. I mean, it was it was, it was totally a blow-up to me. It, see, mm-hmm. see, I was wrong. I had a young lady who was part of it, so she was able to speak to me on the show about what it really was about. It was not just about people who lost their homes. But in that loan modification whole situation. We know, I know people personally who uh, the bank, the bank countrywide, all of them got together, offered them that loan modification, raised up their their payment, told them not to pay at a certain point in time. They they, they told them they didn't have to pay. And then at the last minute, bombarded them with the fees of how much they owed and then denied them the loan modification. So, okay. And then the president bailed them out. 
bailed them. They've been bailed out now. If if they were bailed out once, once you say, well, damn, they could probably recover after once. But they were bailed out twice. Really, they were yeah. bailed out three times, and they end up with the properties. All those people. They, there's a there's a town up there, uh, up uh, up by a uh, Victorville called a uh, Oak Oak Town Oak Oak. Oak Hill, Oak Hill, Oak Hill, from my understanding, I know someone who went out there. Oak Hill is there's one whole community where there's like uh, just houses and no, nobody living in those vacant houses. Wow. And so they have, they, now what they're doing is they're offering, now so they're going to make a, they made, they're, they're going to make a killing four times, four times with the bailout, with the two bailouts, and then on top of it, they, they shammed. They sham mm-hmm. the people, and then now they have that property out there where they have to because nobody, nobody, everybody got broke. It wasn't a, it wasn't even a race thing with that either. So everybody got broke. So look at it like this. I said this. If if as opposed to everybody going out in the park and sleeping out in the park like they were homeless, because see, I personally don't feel that playing homeless is funny. I mean, it's, it, I don't think they were trying to be funny. That's what she corrected me. She said well, it was about college students. It was about, but still, yet still. You're not proving anything by staying in the park for days, right? You the banks didn't care about that. Nobody really cared about that. If you're going to do something, if we're going to do something, then why don't all of us get together? Everybody yeah. that has a bank account and walk into the bank at the same time, be at 9 o'clock and say, I want my money. And yeah. on top of that, request to want to see what's in that Federal Reserve because I got a feeling. There's nothing in that Federal in the Federal, the main Federal Reserve, there's nothing in that Federal Reserve. There's nothing. Yeah, the, the Federal Reserve is a private corporation. I believe it's IOUs in there. I think it's probably like a whole bunch of, uh, you know, papers, you know, with IOUs. Yeah, written with IOUs. You know, <laughs> to, to, to France, to, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, that yeah. is, that, that's the way I feel. I, I feel, I, I feel that that's misleading. It's misleading just to say that. Yes, there is there is money in that. There's nothing in there. There's nothing but blank pieces of paper with I owe you. Yeah, I keep United joking States. with my friends when they tell me, you know, yo, man, I, my rent, I don't have my rent money. I say, yo, just sit down with your landlord and say this money has no value. He'll understand, you know. He'll chase you out of town. Bring me my tissue. Yeah, okay. I mean, because everybody's going to, everybody's looking. I mean, come on. How, how, could, how could they... How could they get bailed out three times, twice, and then turn around and get really basically? If they didn't have any money the first time, then they're not going to have any money the second or the third time. They, there's no money in there, and you know what? Yeah. You know, and they're just pretty much giving everybody credit on what you like, what you said. We might as well have monopoly money. Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, because from what from what I understand, the way the money system in America and many other countries works is the banks get money that is printed. But the banks are like the the drug dealers on the street selling the drugs to the people, meaning they're not the ones that are really in control. They're kind of, you know, just pimping their toilet tissue. And so we go in and get enslaved under debit and credit cards. The ones really making money are the Queen of England, the Pope, et cetera, yeah. because from what I understand, they're really the big head dogs. Of everybody. everybody. Of everybody, yes, they are. That's what the DVD says. I just don't want to say it, but yes, yes, that's that's exactly it. Over there, running that country there, and over us too, pretty much, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing mm-hmm. this new world order and all this. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of little. You know, I don't know if you can say it's propaganda, but it's a lot of little stuff circulating that will make you, you know, think 
you know, wild and crazy thoughts. You know what I mean? You think, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. they make you. Then you say, well, am I being crazy or or not? But it, it's just only, it's only. I mean, come on. Some things is just like the writing on the wall. It's like, you know, we, there's. I mean, come on. I mean, then you pick and choose who has the, you know, they can get credit and who can't get credit. And then you mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's the bank themselves. You know, you know, I, you know, they're just. I, I've even heard some bad things about my bank. I'm like, oh no, that's them. But then also too, they're up in, you know, man, it's it's all ran by the same person. Yeah. And that's where all the money goes. Mm-hmm. And then you know, if we were to be given reparations, it would go right back. So I mean, in in order, to, you know, like like I I brought my kids up on investing in stocks and bonds and things like that because that's what we did. You know, 401k, you know, investing. But now when I look at the big picture, it's a little bit different. It's like, you know what, you're investing, you know, you're, 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 their dollar, my dollar is not going to make their dollar anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, my, okay, you say, I got 15 cents, they got a million. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So my 15, you know how long it's going to take my 15 cents to make, you feel me where I'm coming? How long is it going to take my 15 cents to make it to a million? When they start with a million. You, mm-hmm. you feel me? And it's a money. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, it's not even to say, yeah, you know, more most respect to my people. It's not to say that nobody got you down. It's just the fact that it's the it's it's just the honest truth. You know, what I mean, you know, what I mean, if you if you start off with a little, you know, it's yeah. going to be a harder crawl to get. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about that. It's like wow, if you start off already. I mean, I was I was brought up in the upper middle class, so. I mean, we all went to private school and so forth, and, you know, it was a good life, but yet still now I'm looking at the, the broad picture. You know, it's like, wow, you know, just around me, when life changes, I mean, if, if you get kicked down off, you know, some they're, they're probably more able to come back and snap back after, you know, if they don't just kill their own caps, you know, <laughs> they'll just, you know, I mean, they, I know a lot of people couldn't have done what I did to, you know, to, to make it and get through it and, you know, Everybody is not like that. You, you know, they just give up and end it all. You know, but when you struggle and you get through it and you see how it is, and then now you see from the other side of what everybody else was going through. Because it's not, it's not really about having that job and that powerful job and making that money and all that. It's not, you know, it's not even about all that because you, you, there's no job stability as well. That's yeah. what it's much better do. And thank you for that information you gave me. And you got your pen because I want to definitely give you this. I want you to write it down and you check it out. Okay. I'm pass it on to you. Anyway. You're referring to Fractured Atlas? Uh-huh. No. no. You are to the DVD that I was telling you about? There's a name on it. And there's a number. Big Brother, you still there? Oh, oh no. He's, you know what? I think he fell off. Oh, he's he gone. Off. We lost. Oh, he's no, he, oh okay. He yeah. drives a truck and he drives up, actually he drives up north. So he oh, drives, okay. Yeah, yeah, he, he might be coming up by me then. Oh, where, where are you? Oh no, not 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 New York. New York, not this no, side. Okay. He's heading up towards uh, uh, San Jose, in San Francisco, okay. up that way. So, yeah, he. Oh. Was, yeah. Yeah. If you don't mind, regarding that issue you mentioned about money and you know the challenges, I find that my colleagues and friends that have the millions of dollars tend to have the least consciousness. And my colleagues and friends who are extremely conscious and very intelligent are the brokest ones. There seems to be, at least in my circle of acquaintances, a definite correlation between consciousness and the level of money 
that people have. Not that money should be the prime focus in life and, you know, not that it has much value today in real terms, but, you know, I think that people, if you're not conscious, you're doing more destruction to children and the environment, then, you know, it's worth to have another half million and invest it in, you know, some some mutual funds. There's there's not enough consciousness in, in richer communities, I think, that so you say mutual funds would be the better deal? No, what I mean is that some m- my colleagues that have, you know, huge funds, right. they tend to invest in mutual funds and safe investments. They don't invest in helping young it's, people. Oh, but yeah. the ones that are investing in helping young people and saving the environment tend to be the people who are using their rent money, their children's college funds yeah. to do it. That's why I was mentioning fractured atlas because if the conscious people tend to be the ones with the least resources, it behooves them to strategize on how they use their time and funds. Otherwise, they will run out of the resources necessary to help the people that they were helping, and they'll end up with those people needing the help of you know, someone else. So it's a yeah. tricky balance of being conscious but not being conscious to the extent of it becoming a liability both for the groups we're trying to help and for our own families, you know. Yeah, I do find that. I do find that. Uh, well, one thing I can't yeah. say, this is this isn't, uh, this isn't much admiration, though, for the man upstairs in my life, because I do find that uh, I have less, you know, when I was more, because I used to be kind of like financially driven, and, I, you know, I, I put a lot of weight on uh, uh Finances, you know, I mean, if I didn't have a certain amount of money on me, you know, I had some serious control issues prior to like prior to this, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I tend to think, you know, black and white, and and I didn't, I was judgmental, and so I, I was much more so uh, strict on the kids, you know, I was, you know, hardcore, and you know, when life changed for me and I started doing, I mean, back then I was financially successful, but I didn't realize, you know. I didn't realize that I was way above what I should have been. I should have been okay. just about how I, I dealt with people. And, and also, I should have been more aware of my money, too, because how, how, how it all went down, it was like I was not only just losing the job, but I was being ripped off, too, on the side from, you know, family member and stuff. And so it was like, wow. It was like, you know, uh, and then when it all hit, it all hit at the, at the same time. And it was like everything yeah. was totally. You know, and I had CDs, I had I had 401k, I had things put up, and so that's why mm-hmm. I said it, people. You know, and then that that just having to have to put up with that job and everything I had to go through back then. Now I know is it, today, I'm financially I'm not financially uh, prosperous, but I am spiritually prosperous. I when mm-hmm. I do things, I do things from my heart. When I, when I look at people, when I'm there for people, and then for some reason, I I never really struggle. I never really I got stressed out more back then when I had all that money and I had all I had that corporate job. I think I was more under more stress then than I am today because I'm not so hurried, you know. So I think um I think once you if if you really if you get it if you get if you start to see what it is that made you who you are and how you became to be and maybe that you should you know look at someone else and be more sympathetic to someone else and understand that things happen to people not. Just like a guy told me when my car got repoed, when they repoed my car, he said, you know, you, you ought to get the book when good things happen to bad, when bad things happen to good people. And, you know, I said, really? And I, I was like, well, 
okay, well, you're talking to me because you got my car. So it's like, okay, all right, it, yeah, but that book really does exist. I saw it in Crown Books, and I never did pick it yeah. up. But, you know, I understand the, the, the idea of what he was saying. You know, when, in other words, you know, I had to take a look at myself and say I did nothing wrong. I just I, I got into a battle with an employee, and like I t- like I tell an employer, like I tell people, you know, uh, if 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 you're feeling uncomfortable on that job and and you feel you know you feel unsafe, you know it's best either to you know get on up out of there. I mean because you know what, also too you got to look at how we have to work amongst people who, you know, uh, you know everybody is not, you know I was a good supervisor. You know I, I treated I treat. I treat all my all my 200 plus employees with respect. You know, I never mm-hmm. forgot where I came from. Even though I was kind of, you know, in in my personal life, in my family life, I was much more tough. And you know, but with them, you know, I always remember where I came from. I, you know, I always treated them, you know, with the best respect. You know, I gave them, yeah. and they gave it to me. Now, as as though how I live, I live pretty much more, you know, free and company more. I mean, I don't have a lot, but then I have. I have what I have in his good day, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, well, it's kind of, it's kind of I, weighed out for me, you know. I'm a much better think, person, you know. <laughs> I think what it is related to what you're saying is that I was having this discussion, by the way, with some colleagues a week ago. The system has been structured in such a way that accounting sheets, balance sheets, income statements, expense reports, bank statements, are based on something called dollars in our country, whether it's pesos, et cetera. The problem with that is the people with the most money get the most clout. Things need to be reorganized so that balance sheets and income statements show things like community activism, how old a person is. For example, my position is all elders over a certain age, every year should get a check just for breathing. If they want to go sit on a beach with that, you're 65 years old, you have paid your dues to society unless you've been, you know, yes. committing genocide. Same thing for mothers. The woman that has a baby, that's worth a million dollars. I mean, that, right off the uh, bat. Now, wait. of course, you have to watch out for people just having babies to get the million. But the point is, we have the wrong value system. We value a piece of paper and new rims and things like that instead of good children, good parents. Imagine a child getting an A-plus in African history, and they get rewarded in some way. It doesn't even have to be money. It could be, okay, you're going to, the system has decided, or the parents, that you're going to get a trip to Jamaica to do research. So our system is is backwards. So the people on top who have the most tend to be the slave masters. Mm -hmm. How about fighting for what they have, when for us to get it, we have to go through them, go Mm -hmm. through their school system, get their types of degrees, go on their job, even if we open a company, got to go to their bank, even if the brother is in the bank or a conscious white person, the person behind the scenes doesn't care nothing about who's nice, who's feeding the poor, who's trying to end genocide. All they want to do is know is what's your credit rating, how much money do you have in the bank, do you have some stocks, and what's all that built on? The dollar. So our system is very backward, um, but I do think people will get tired of it and eventually come to the point where we start to resist and, you know, and, and change it. But until then, we're going to keep having good people not being able to do some wonderful works that they would like to do because they haven't gotten the the greenbacks. Right, right. And shout out to the, uh, my niece and nephew because um, I, I just got word that uh, I do believe that they're, they're you know, cause the, I was with them first, you know, from uh, April 12th to uh, 
actually June 26th. And uh, I was with them, and I, I did my best I could do to help them. And um, I, I, I hear that uh, I guess the toll t- took its toll, and that uh, they may have went off the air. And that was that's 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 a travesty because I I mean when they invited me, you know, I brought all I could bring. But and that that's true too. But then also too, you know, I had to reinforce too. My brother was out here. I think it was the 14th. It was it Saturday night when he was you know he was speaking about all the things that. You know, black man has done and invented. You know, well, like I, I said to him, you know, well, it's not really about what you know. There's no books. There's no way. There's no way to prove that. So, I mean, seriously, you know, all of Alexander Graham Bell and everybody and Edison and whatever the case is. You know, there's they didn't write it down that no who did it or who invented it. Actually, they did. So the case is okay. We we already know pretty much that you know, a lot of that. A lot of that. Yes, of course. It, I hear a lot of, you know, the majority of people that I hear who, you know, pretty much complain about stuff like, well, you know, like, well, the Spanish people getting all the jobs, you know, the people that I hear say stuff like that, I I don't see them going to get no job. And then, you know, because it's funny, it's funny because the people, the people who are out there working the job, they're not anywhere to tell anybody that, you know, the Spanish people are getting a job because they're at work, (laughs) so... You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, so yeah, the system, the system is self-serving, but then also the people are self-serving too, because the, mm-hmm. you know, everybody wants something for nothing, and that's where, you know, and that's one thing I'm glad my family did teach me. I may have, you know, I may have went from my, my, I sway from, you know, from a- actually from the left to the right, you know, with the way that I live my life today. But bottom mm-hmm. line, a lot of people, you know, aren't put, you know, you have to be, you have to, it takes some determination. It takes some, you know, you got to have some get up and get into, I mean, you know what? Uh, nothing comes to anybody if they don't put in some type of, I mean, come on. You know, mm-hmm. I, I believe even when they speak of God and they say, well, God gives you, yeah, even he, he might ask you to give him nothing. But you know what? If you if you have interest in it, you really have to put your full, you know, your. I mean, and it, you know it's hard for you already. Like I tell the young brothers out here, they say, well, we get stopped by police no matter what we were. It's like, you know what? Come on now. Come on. Now, you know, if you wore a, a sweater with, you know, a, a sweater turtleneck sweater, long sleeves, and covering up your tattoos again, if you know you took that earring out your nose and the big old hole in your ear, you know, you know, you wouldn't get pinpointed. Some some of the things that you know we do, we do causes the attention that we get, you know, and and you already know, you you already know. Come on, and then if you're not if you're not really giving it at your all, it's, it's, that's the main people that do a lot of complaining about what we don't have with this and that and they ain't don't. You know, if you don't get up to go get nothing, then you won't have anything. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. And just like uh, like Miss Anderson said, you know what? If you if you ain't got, you ain't gonna get. And that's what his grandma, who had a third grade education, told him. If you ain't got, and I heard this from my people too. If you ain't got, you ain't gonna get. And they were very educated, but that's pretty much basically it. If you don't kind of hold on to what you have, you know. Also too, saving, saving, and getting out here. You know what I mean? I. I, I see a lot of people, I, now I'm on my own, you know, and I look at how they pretty much ran ran their thing. They were kind of lax, and I said, well, maybe because they were young people. You know, they're young people, and they're kind of free-flowing. But, you know, in my case, it's like, you know, I got a following. You know, I have people, you know, who are there, who I need to be there for. So it's it's more, you know, when I started doing this show, it was like, you know, my people were there, and they're there every week. They're there. So it's like, okay, so every Thursday I'm on time, but then they're not doing their show. So it was like, it was a conflict of interest. So, 
more so now now that I'm doing it myself, I feel a lot more better because it's it's it is really hard to you know, if you have ambition and the people you're working with don't have as much of ambition as you have, this is their thing. This they brought me in. So it's like, okay, I just took it and ran with it. I mean, I still have a following. You know, I can't stop at where you stop, you know, because then what's going to happen to my people? I got into it for the reason I got into it, you know, for. You know, it's not, I'm not serving myself. This is not, you know, this is not my way to serve myself. This is my my way of being a service to the people. So I I have to do what I have to do because I have people, you know, counting on me. So it's like, okay, you know, period. And also, too, it's what I love to do, you know. So you got me enlightened. You got me started. You gave me the ball. I ran with it. That's what a lot of people need to learn how to do and how we need to do, how we need to get them to do it. Because, you know, there's a lot of people sitting on the sidelines saying that they don't yeah. have this and they don't have that. And they're not really even trying. Lord, they're not trying. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and people, that's yeah I think there, there are a few things. One is a work ethic, uh, a lack of it often. I think a lot of that comes from people the upbringing, but the second part is getting beat down so much. You know what I mean? I, I right. think our folks, we're conscious of any community, get tired. It takes very strong people to continue pushing on and not to give in and not to say, you know, oh, man, I can't do it. But, right. you know, that's the, you took it and, and made sure that the message got continued and didn't just die like when, you know, Martin Luther or Malcolm X got knocked out. A lot of stuff just died off. You kept it rolling. Yeah, I mean, because I I was in it. It just makes me question. Some it just makes me question the motives of people. You know, I mean, you know, hey, I I say it was it was probably meant for me. I never never thought about doing it. The case is, I'm a writer. You know, so I I write, and that's my love and sing. So it's like it wasn't my my love to do a radio show, but. It's like, wow, you know, I'm in this community, and these people out here love me, and that's one that's one thing. And you know, you know, as it's, 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 uh, uh, shy as I get when they tell me things, you know, I do, I do, you know, I have to, I have to learn to recognize when they tell me good things because sometimes I say, oh no, it's nothing, you know, no, it's nothing. But now I realize it, and I say, well, that's what someone gave to me, and so mm-hmm. the, feel, the feeling that you're able to give someone, you know, I mean, I started by giving out sack lunches, and that sack lunch, you know, some people say sack lunches. It's a good, it's a, it's a nice sandwich, of chips and the cookie and the orange in it. The case is, it's more than just a sack lunch. You have to sometimes explain to people. Uh, I had a lot of people when I was out here doing it, you know, volunteering. You know, they didn't understand. They were like, "Well, why are you doing that? You know, why are you?" Because it was what I was called to do. And yeah. you know, you have to walk in my shoes. Some people, you know, they go out. They might come in to go on a go on an outreach ride with us and. They spend the day with us, and they're not affected at all. You, know, you have some people who are like, wow, this is this is how, you know, and it makes you kind of grateful for, you know, the life that you have. And then it's like, wow, these people are not what you think they are because, you know, the, the whole image of them, and that's the stigmatism, and that's stereotype. You know, people stereotype people too. You know, I mean, when you start putting people in classes, you know, that right there, you cannot define a person by their shape, form, fashion, color, sexual orientation. You, you know, each individual is different. So you should yeah. deal with them differently. And people nowadays, you know, I mean, I'm telling you, the two guys from Texas, they're cut up. They're out there. They were like, yeah, they they live. Uh, one said he lives in a uh, what Austin, and he's like, there's a lot of black people here, you know. And he's like, yeah, the poor black people, and the poor white. I mean, that was a cut. I didn't I didn't let them have it. I didn't say anything disrespectful to them. I just told them not to be disrespectful. They said, 
know, a couple of N-words. But see, to me, that doesn't worry me because, see, to me, I need to tell you because, see, you don't understand. You have a vision of what you think black people are about or what you think people of color are about. And you know what? You just ran into someone who is totally from the opposite of that and who is going to show you the light about mm-hmm. what you perceive or what you think all black people do, smoke weed or yeah. whatever this may be. You know? Yeah. I mean, we people got that have this, People have the same perception about clothing. I'll give you an example. I met a relative, and this may apply to some of your listeners. I just shouldn't say may. I think it will. And my relative hadn't seen me in a suit in a long time. I don't like to wear the suit. I feel stuffy. But I put on the suit and, you know, cut the hair because, you know, I know this relative female is very old school. And she said, oh, you look so intelligent and so this. And she went off for about 10 minutes. And I said, but listen, if I took off this nice suit and expensive tie and my hair was, you know, how I like it usually, which is a bit more, you know, natural flowing, if it's not cut even, it's cool with me. Would I still be intelligent and handsome? She said, oh, yeah, but, you know, so my point is that we judge by skin, by clothing. If somebody's a bit too chubby, we judge them. If they're skinny, people think they get on crack or something. Instead of just listening to a person, hearing them talk, and not even in proper English, we judge by how people talk. If people say, yo, what's up, man? Right away, people think the person isn't intelligent. They're probably more intelligent than most of us. They have street sense. They have school sense. They just may have decided not to speak in the slave tongue, or maybe they don't know how. It doesn't mean they haven't, you know, mastered life. So we're a very judgmental society, and because of that, that is a major factor, I think, in keeping people in place. You have to dress a certain way. Your hairstyle has to be a certain way. We have to talk a certain way. And yeah. if you don't, you're on the outside. You don't go into the job interview in a coochie. Oh, you know, what's this, right. a liberal, a liberal, radical, you know? You don't go in a big dreadlock. You're not getting the job. For a white guy, <laughs> even, he's not going in long hair unless he's going to do a gig with a rock band, or he's not going to probably get the job, you know? So we have to fit into this, like, 1984 George Orwell-type mentality mm. to fit mm. into the machine so that we can get paper to pay our bills and feed the children and help our elders. And it's, it's a, I mean, it's a really destructive system, but... I've, I've been thinking recently we can't, not that we do, but we must not let it get us emotionally distressed, sad, um, angry, because those things then negatively impact our health. Each negative emotion affects different parts of the body. So recently I've been with all yeah. the stuff going on, IRS and all kinds of craziness. Yes, it is. I stay so positive because I know their system is going to crumble. But I also know if I let it get to me, you know, I just some kids were shot in New York recently. If I let it get to me in a negative way, then I'm out of the picture with a heart attack or stomach ulcers or yes. cancer. So, you know, it's a thing of staying positive, and I think that is where meditation comes in. Chilling for a short time, reflecting, meditating, having a good diet so that you're around for the next day to help yourself and your people and your family, you know. So definitely I'm not one for conforming in the way I dress, although sometimes, we're all forced to say, okay, i got to go in and meet with the man. Let me put on these clothes and, you know, shuffle my way in. and <laughs> Shuffle your way out. <laughs> you know what? I, I do a lot of talking about uh, CBT. I know you know what CBT is because um, meditation is one of the recommended CBTs. It's a cognitive behavior. You know, I'm a human service uh, mm-hmm. major. Trans going to transfer out to Dominguez. And, uh, mm-hmm. There to UCLA. Yes, and... Uh, um, 
what what I've learned about as far as uh, uh, how we uh, how how behave how how we should be how how we should behave things are more so okay when you're dealing when you're dealing with people when you're dealing with people you have to be for one first honest you have to not keep secrets uh, if you can't if you have a an issue with the way that they look or dress that you need to immediately, you know, not because you're not going to be a benefit. If that person has, it's called uh, transference. Um, if you have that, that means that person reminds you of someone or that, or you remind that person of someone, you know, you're not going to be able to the best benefit to them. If you have an issue, see, sometimes people don't admit up front that they feel uncomfortable with a person mm-hmm. and then they, they, they tend to, you know, get in, you know, deal with the person and then that ends up, you know, conflict. Just like like you said about the dress, I mean, sometimes you know you might not want to speak to that person because you're gonna think that maybe they're a game banger or something like that. You might feel it. It's all about the what we're perceived. Even though we're not like that, I mean, I got into so many conversations with Kyrie about it. He's like, no matter what I wear, I'm like, you know what? I don't think no, I don't think you dress bad. You know, I mean, I don't think anyone should be judged. I don't think no, I don't think you should be thrown on the car and your hands on the car and all that extra, but you know, the bottom line is you do have to kind of go along with the flow. Like you said, I Sometimes, mean, you know, yeah. oh, yeah. you're not going I mean, to get anything but a beat down trying to, you know, go against the grain. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, you want to yeah. wear your hoodie. You, say, your battle, wear hoodie. you pick your boys, you know, you don't fight every battle. Sometimes you strategically say, okay, I'm going to go in and, you know, say such and such. If they bring up something about, you know, like I was at the corporation once and, this Hispanic guy says, I know you black people can jump in the air. Why don't you jump in the air for us and show us? And I was ready to just roll up on him. Well, okay. You know? Oh, he did. <laughs> oh, did you hear what they did? I, I, I did. A, I read an article, and I'm supposed to be following up, but since she told me, she said, the uh, way, way my, my friend told me, um, she explained to me, she said, the people don't need to know what they already know. CNN, MC, such, such, et cetera, et cetera, they already know. And take this DVD, and, and then I got to see why she said what she said. Okay, I understand that. They don't need to know things that they already know. They need the things that they don't know, the things that no one told them. So I'm like, okay, okay, I can handle that. Okay, now I'm, I'm I'm grasping it. So now I'm off that page. So I'm not like, I'm not I'm not on that anymore. I'm I'm more so I'm more geared toward, you know, I was thinking more of the community service as far as. Yeah. Telling people what's up, you know what what they can't, you know, because that that was that was my whole approach. That's my whole approach: giving the people the information and resources that they can't find nowhere. They know okay. that's not posted out on the board. You know that you know. I mean, there's a lot of people out here hurting that need some help, and they need to know where to go. And they, I mean, you can be confused just by what your life situation is. So when yeah. you say when you say as far as stress, back heals, everything you said was true. Is there anything? Because I'm not really a good meditator, but I did learn some of the other cognitive. Behavior, the tapping, I learned that. You know, medita- meditation for me is really hard. Is there anything you, know, you can give? I mean, because at two, we kind of like out. I don't know, you can call me on the regular line, but uh, at two, I'm going to be closing out. Is there anything you can help people as far as, you know, telling them how they can? It's hard for me. Yeah, a few things. Um, one, I would say, is what you, some of what you already mentioned, which is not to let the system get to you emotionally. Because once something gets to you emotionally, not only does it affect your health, it also affects your mindset 
and then you're not able to be a productive person for yourself. So even though you might get a paycheck, your mind's jacked. But I think the second thing, and I mentioned this, is diet. We are what we eat, and if we're eating that too much of that soul food or greasy food. No, you didn't say soul food. Soul food, S-O-U-L. Oh, stop it. You talking about what I tell? Not too much of our soul food. So if I see you with that chicken right there. <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna cook some oxtails today. Oh no, I do cook soul food, but then I'm not. I, I don't have the overweight thing. But thank God no, for that. See, the no. soul food tends to have a sorry a history that we had the worst of everything. We got the pig feet and the greasy parts and the intestines. And what we did, we were innovative people. We made it a food, and now there's places like Sylvia's. People come from around the world for soul food. But the problem with much of the soul food, not all now, is that it's not really good for our bodies. So we really want to, if we can, and it's not expensive, look at salads and look at once in a while, you know, some kind of fish. Although we got to be careful with that now because these folks oh, polluting the waters with nuclear waste, you know. A yeah, second, be careful. Okay. <laughs> Mm. We also, I would suggest martial arts. I know my parents' religion tells them that martial arts are mean and evil, but I see lots of positives to martial arts, not only from strength conditioning and body, you know, your body getting in line with your natural self, but also you have a confidence in if a situation comes up, you don't have to whoop out and go into Bruce Lee's stance, but you know you have the skills necessary in most cases to disarm a person, whether it's a brother or even a cop. So martial arts, I would say, if people can find some time during the day, do that. Also, learning more about technology, how to use the Internet, how to use email. If you know how to use email, how do you send a BCC? If you know how to send a BCC, how can you find an email provider that you can send BCCs but send people different messages, etc.? And if you can't, how do you create a code for that? Technology is so much of the future. You read my mind. I was thinking that today. I was like, how could I... Mass and everybody instead of doing everybody separate. Wow. Okay. You mean, I'm, you mean uh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was thinking about that today. It's like, how could I, like, as opposed to doing each and you know, because I'm, I'm sending the, the the faster I get friends, the, the faster I'm sending out, you know, invites to the, the page. So it's like, I guess that's probably why I'm having the problem with the Facebook thing. I'm doing too much or whatever. It pretty much tells me I'm doing too much because I be doing pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty fast with it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have not that much. You know, I, I don't. When I do, when I lay it down, I do lay it down. You know, because I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm a steady. I'm steady with what I do. So mm-hmm. it's more so. You know, I'm constant. So it's like, wow. Uh, I was thinking, like, wow. How could I, you know, minimize my time as opposed yeah. to doing each and because I have like a goodles of. 450 friends. Yeah. And then that's not even just saying the likes I have, right, just for the, the, the page. So it's like, wow, so how do I, because I don't think there is a way to, I mean, to mass send everybody. Uh, not not yeah. as far as Facebook or the social network, but I, I don't see it. Are you asking if there's a way to send, for example, 400 people a message without um, sending them individually, or are you yes. saying yes? Yes, yeah, there's a way. But in the Facebook um, portal, I don't know of a way. However, what I do is I take all their email addresses, import them into my email service provider, into a 
a database and I name it. And then I send the message to that database. Oh, my goodness. The second way to do it is is, is, it's a bit more complex. I shouldn't say complex. It takes a bit more time to set up, but once you have it, it's done. You use a site like Yahoo. You type in the first maybe 25 email addresses, yada, yada, at so-and-so.com. And then you just copy those email addresses into the BCC section, mm-hmm. blind carbon copy. Oh, I see what you mean. And yeah. then what you do is you don't put a two. And what they will receive is to undisclosed recipients. So they won't see everyone else's name, and they won't see anything else except to undisclosed recipients, hey, we're meeting at this stage to do this ticket and have some, you know, macaroni and cheese, da-da-da-da-da. But what I'm looking to do is to send people email messages that are somewhat different, tweet, almost like merging a letter where you have dear John, dear Sally, dear Muhammad, dear John, yeah, whatever. But then the message is slightly different. At 2.15, I want you to show up. At 4.15, I want you to show up. So it's almost like how do I get a merge letter type skill set of tools but use it in an email, you know. So that, that's what I was mentioning why technology, learning more about it is so important because with technology, sometimes we can circumvent having to go into some expensive class or having to hire even a, a consultant. We might be able to have the tool at our resources. You know, because in my life, I try to handle stuff myself, meaning if I can yeah, do it, I'll learn how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Do it yourself, DIY, you know. If I got to build a spaceship, I'm going to do my research and get a 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm. you know what? Uh, for the, for the, uh, everything I have, the equipment that I have is new. And um, mm. the kids, uh, I really didn't know what to get. They did tell me the one thing to get because, I, you know, I, I, I did ask on several occasions, like, what is it? You know, so I could have my own show. They would bring it here. And so I was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, what did I need? And, you know, they told me the inbox. And then um, I pretty much, me and my son, pretty much uh, went by ear, and I got a MacBook. So mm-hmm. I had to, I mean, because my niece and nephew, aren't, they would come and set up. They set up for me, like, once, and then they kind of act like it was kind of hard for them to do, so they made it a little difficult for me mm-hmm. to learn it. You know what I mean? And so um, yeah. I had to, I had never, you know, I've been, I have an HP. I had never worked on a Mac on a MacBook. I had never worked with none of the equipment. So like my okay. first shows, my first shows are a little bit, they're a little bit. And then when I downloaded my music, you know, I didn't know how to do the whole blog talk anything. So I kind of mm. just went for what I. But you know what? I learned how to do this MacBook in one day. And you know what? Mm. I, I figure it seems like it's a lot easier than the HP is. So yeah, yeah, Macs are easier to use. It just takes a second or two to get used to the interface. Is it me? So so it is easier because it seems like oh, it's yeah. easier to maneuver than it is with the the, the HP. Oh, oh that's okay. sensational. It's just that yes, the I marketing behind PCs has been so big that people are, you know, mentally thinking, oh, it's got to be PC, got to be PC. But Macs are remarkable. Their problem was when they started off, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, who's known as the, the Wiz, really, um, they thought they would close out, exclude people, programmers, from the ability to easily interface with a Mac and use it to open it, et cetera, hardware people and software. Whereas PC, they said, you know what, we're going to be a bit more open about it. So if people want to see some of our source code and you want to be able to open your Mac, I'm sorry, your PC and put in RAM, we're going to make it easier. 
Now, I don't think it was necessarily to be nice people. I have a feeling the PC market is very government-run, um, meaning, you know, the more people have a PC, the easier it is for certain governments to keep an eye on folks. Yes, so no. oh, whenever yeah. I see a system of rich guys doing something that seems to be good, you know, I you know some crackers. <laughs> look, we have a Excuse me, Jay, but like you, we can probably just take this conversation on. Uh, we can just take it on the regular, on the regular phone. So you can touch me on Facebook. We're like yes, down. To I sent. Last I sent week. you the email. Yeah. All right. Okay, you sent it to me. Oh, you you sent it to my email or to my Facebook? Uh, your Facebook, because I didn't have your. Oh yeah, you gave it to me. I wrote it down. You gave me an email address. I'll send one there also. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm. A, I'm gonna go ahead and end the show. I'll just touch you right back and because uh, I'm gonna take my. I have to pick up my son from work. So I'm going to okay. take my MacBook with me, and I'll touch you in two and two. And this is going to be like the uh, end of this show, uh, July 17, 2002, uh, 2000, 2012. I had a great time out there. Thank you very much, Jay, for joining me. Uh, thank uh, my brother for sending a shout-out, too. Hope you're doing fine. You're driving to those mountains. Bring it home safe, boy. And this ends this episode of Gina's Groove Theory, KXRW, uh, your community connection internet radio station. This is Gina, and we're out.